Martini shaken the Shocking. Hello, welcome to Shaking penis. the Nerd. It's, yeah. <laughs> These guys have been yelling penis in the background while I've been sort of pseudo-psyching myself up. I'm your host, Duty, and joining this penis with me is Ian the Huge Footlong Penis. <laughs> they don't call me that for nothing. Wait, yes, it is. It's been a hot Hello. minute since we recorded, lads. We also got Tom. We're on stream. We can see he's in Hawaii in an Udi. And you brought his gaming chair with him. Udi. Well, need to be in Hawaii in comfort. Yeah, you're that kid who takes like a fucking Nintendo Switch with him overseas. I, I kind of wish I did. Yeah, like, I kind of wish we did. To be honest, we did a lot of sitting in airports. Oh yeah, it has been a hot minute. I'm not sure whether to discuss that. Yeah, we're back from Hawaii. We're back from Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the same. Tropical. Tropical. Topical. How was Fiji, lads? Uh, we did a. For those of you who don't care, we did a surprise Megasode uh, just before they went overseas doing face-off. Uh, Ian was adamant, and people were adamant, that we were going to announce that we're having a family. But no, we watched uh, one of the greatest 90s films of all time, uh, Face-Off. <coughs> I'm sorry, I choked a little on that bullshit. Oh, well, get used to it. I, I'm going to say, you're a 30-year-old man. You can't send a message to your mates going, come over tonight. We have yeah, it has to, to be tonight. <laughs> we have a surprise for you without everybody thinking you're having a baby. That's how yeah, it works. Where's you the baby? Are, when I, at least when I get there, I have a bowl full of keys that I can put my keys into. I mean, that went right over your head, didn't it, Duty? No, I know what a fuck party is. Like, I know what a key bowl party <laughs> is. <laughs> is that party. is that the technical <laughs> term? A fuck party. party. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what are you doing tonight? Oh, I got a fuck party. The yeah, interesting thing cool is, is if you get if you come in two vehicles and you still pick your partner's keys, do you still have to fuck your partner? Yeah. When you say well, I mean, if you came in both vehicles. <laughs> no, but like, you know, if me and Ian arrived <laughs> oh, in it's separate a vehicles, baby Volkswagen. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pick those keys. <laughs> put a banana on your tailpipe. Penis. Penis. Uh, yes, so it's been a hot minute. Um, there's there's things that we've watched, of course, between uh, between the last episode and this episode. Of course, we finished uh, Obi Wan, uh, as well oh, as yeah. Stranger Things season four. Um, there's there's been I'm so I still listen to that song like daily. I'm so yeah. fucking over that fucking song. Like I it's, wish it's, I was. It's appearing on. I fucking- know, right? I wish. <laughs> I, it, I still enjoy it. It's appearing it on like fucking TikToks and all those fucking things, and I'm just like, it's enough. Between that and Kathy, wake up. Kathy, wake up. Kathy, wake up. Yeah, I don't think you watched season four of Stranger Things. Hmm. It's not Kathy, yeah, wake no. up. Oh right, yeah, yeah, the remix of it. The so. remix. Is it Kathy? Yeah. I don't think her name's Kathy. Yeah, it is. Oh, Cindy, Chrissy. 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 That's it. Chrissy Wicker. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty good remix. I mean, it's not bad. It's I've heard that. Um, yes, we also had news I of... Think... Yeah, go on. 
Then I, I think I, th- I think I, th- I think Duty's just mad because they based a character off him. What a fucking metalhead! <laughs> a metalhead Dungeons and Dragons player. I've never played Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I want to play. play. I want to play <laughs> he, Dungeons and Dragons. He's he's madder that he never got the opportunity to play Dungeons and Dragons. Shit. That's why he's mad. That's it. We figured it out. I... Wake up, Duty! Duty, wake up! <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this. Um, look, I want to play. I don't like these. I want to play Dungeons and Dragons. I think it'd be fun to ship. I think they do Dungeons and Dragons in, at Fortress in Melbourne, like beginners nights on Sundays. I don't say you think. You know they do. <laughs> you. Um, <laughs> Perhaps they do this. I have the brochure. <laughs> Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays. And uh, what is it? Our, our friend Mitch uh, is also a, a, he, I think he plays Dungeons and Dragons as well. It's like, yeah, hey, man, you can come over and join our next sessions. I live like an hour and a half away, and I'm like, yeah, no, <laughs> too too far, too far to begin the training. Um, really, I'm just not committed. Yeah. Uh, hang on, hang on, I'm totally committed. This is why he's a level four elf and not a level six. I bought the the Star Wars. I don't Wars. know what a Dungeons or Dragon is. I bought the Star Wars uh, Dungeons and Dragons set. And we played it with Ian, um, ah, what have, uh, Dom and Oz, and I was the dungeon master, and about 40 minutes into it, Ian was like, I'm fucking bored, I'm over this, I don't want to be a dungeons or dragon, I t- I'm done. <laughs> so, yes, I've got the cardboard yes. cut out and everything. I blame the dungeon master. Did you do the appropriate pre-reading? No. Reading? <laughs> well, there's a problem. You're meant to know that you're meant to read the entire story beforehand. Well, look, I yeah, yeah, because you're There's meant to you're me, you're meant to control the story and know it off the I controlled the story. Um, the story was I didn't Who's know where it was going. Yeah, it was it was. Yeah, it was, I, it was I'm a, amazed that he didn't quote that. Just I know it's usually the first thing comes out of his mouth when there's an opportunity. It's quite parts of the Caribbean. I'm telling the story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bootstraps, bootstraps. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we've watched some shit. Uh, there's been some news. Uh, first, probably big thing off the bat is Batgirl has been cancelled like 90% of the way through its fucking editing and finishing. Warner Brothers have gone, you and know what? Frazier fries into his pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Warner Brothers have turned around and gone, you know what? We can't release this bad film after releasing 15 years of bad films. <laughs> this is where we draw the line. Wonder How Woman eighty four had Wonder Woman rape a man, but this is where we draw the line. <laughs> How bad must it be? Oh, it must have been awful. It must have been. There's there's the, the, such worse to, films. To, to get to the fact where they went, you know what? It's not even worth us releasing. It's better that we don't for a tax write. It was what ninety percent done. Basically, yeah, it was in the editing. Apparently. It was coming out later this year, early next year. It was coming out post-Flashpoint because Flashpoint set up the further the progression universe. of the universe sort of thing. Because it had Batgirl had... Uh, Jim Gordon was uh, Whiplash, J.K. Simmons. Um, but Batman was Michael Keaton. But we know from previous films that J.K. Simmons was the Jim Gordon Batman to Ben Affleck's Batman. You know what I mean? Mm. Confused. Yeah, so but, like, it, it no, must have done something. We don't have to worry anymore because now they've got a 10-year plan. Or at least they're going to make one, apparently. Don't worry, guys. We have 
a plan. Really? After 15 years, you've decided to copy the MCU and get a plan. Really? Oh, okay, no, so you weren't joking. It actually, I was just reading just then, they, that they thought it would make more money as a tax write-off. <laughs> yep. It's just, uh, and that's the thing as well. In it's a cu- worrying, isn't it? In a couple of years' time, you're gonna have hashtag release Batgirl, and they're gonna release it, and it's gonna be like, this should have released at the time of this, and now we want our restored universe. And like, don't get me wrong, Zack Snyder's Justice League was great compared to what we got, but what he planned going forward is fucking bonkers, even for me. So I'm like, this this just looks like a bag of fucking. This looks like a bag of cats. Yeah. yeah. Why the fuck wouldn't they? They'll probably write it off as a tax write-off this year, and then when they enter the new tax year, they'll probably then just invest like a couple of mil to get someone to recut it and release it. Probably. Till. Someone I mean, tells Mark. Up, up until what point are they accountable for it to be not be a tax write-off? You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Uh, well, that's for I, the lawyers to figure out, isn't it? Because I mean, technically, if you've written it off in tax, can you release it for? How long do you have to keep tax records for? Seven I imagine years, it might be the same amount. Yeah. Technically, was, it might have to be the same amount of time. I was chatting to Mrs. Judy about how long you have to keep tax records. She's like, do you have seven years of your tax records? I'm like, I don't know what I had for fucking breakfast yesterday. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I also have all those records from my dry cleaning bills that I claim every year. <laughs> exactly right. But yeah, was, someone keeps it. It was. It was going to be. It was going to be interesting to have J.K. Simmons as Commissioner Gordon and then Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne. So, with that, because Batgirl has been cancelled, um, there have been reshoots for the Aquaman film, that which Jason Momoa and Warner Brothers accidentally leaked. Did you see about this? Did you hear about this? No. Nope. That that, that Batflex in it. Yes. Or- so. What Warner Brothers does when you go to the Warner Brothers lot in in Hollywood is you get in one of those vans and they just drive around the back lot and you go past the Friends stage and the this and the that and all that sort of stuff. And they've driven past the Friends stage. It's got a little plaque on the outside of it. And we got a, uh, <laughs> accidentally from, uh, from Kermit. Kermit's in the chat. Um, but they drove past the Friends stage and Ben Affleck and Jason Momoa walked out of it. And it's just like, well, what could they be doing? Because Ben Affleck is in a fucking three-piece black suit. And Jace Momoa is just Jace Momoa. And they've just gone, shit. And it's just like, well, there's no way of keeping that a secret anymore. So they've just announced, it's like, yeah, Ben Affleck's in the Aquaman movie. And the rumor is, is they reshot scenes for the Aquaman sequel that had Michael Keaton's Batman in it. Because people watched the testing screenings and went, why is Michael Keaton in this as Batman? I don't get it. Um, where it's supposed to be sort of like that prelude to the Flash film, but it's like, well, Flash hasn't happened yet, so why is Michael Keaton in it? I don't know. Who knows what's going on? But don't worry, guys. No, they plan out. They have a ten years plan. So they have a ten year plan. So it sounds. It sounds like Warner Brothers are uh, apparently they're going to completely just reboot everything and start again. And I'm like, well, you haven't used Henry Cavill in like seven years, so yeah. I thought they were going to do that anyway with Flashpoint. Wasn't that that's what the rumor was? That's that what that it was, was that they were going to reboot their DC universe, focusing around the most arrested man in the past six months in Hollywood, and have a, the rumor 
was the Justice League was going to wipe out the rebooted Justice League from the Flashpoint or Flash film was going to be Wonder Woman, uh, Shazam, The Flash, Aquaman. Uh, so characters who have had solo movies that did reasonably okay. Um, it was going to get rid of Ben Affleck's Batman and replace it with Michael Keaton for it the mantle to go to then Batgirl after that. And then Superman to be replaced with Supergirl from the Flash film. Yeah. Cool. Ten year plan, guys. Ten years. I don't understand, like, why they've shafted Henry Cavill when he has said that he's like single-handedly basically carried it. Yeah. But and people will spend money to go and see the next Superman film. Mm. Just, just based off him. Why are they... I think perhaps there's maybe more happening that we don't know about. Why do they hate money? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it seems like they do. They're literally throwing it away. Like, their ideas are <clears throat> dumb, and they should feel bad. There was, a thing, there was a thing I saw on Twitter. It was some dude who tweeted at The Rock, because, of course, Black Adam is coming out in October. Um, and it was some dude who just, like, photoshopped like the Superman logo and the Black Adam lightning bolt being like, I would love to see this in movies at rock at $7 productions or whatever his production company is called. And the rock retweeted it saying, don't worry, I got you. And I was like, Oh, it'd be fucking cool. If yeah, Henry Cavill Superman's in it. Did you hear as well that people were really upset with the comment that he made at Comic-Con? No. He made it. He made a comment at Comic-Con. Someone asked him about a Superman versus Black Adam. And he said, uh, who would win was the question, and he mm. said that. Uh, uh, well, I guess it would depend on who is Superman. And everyone went like, "Ooh!" Basically, because it was sort of implying that it might not be Henry Cavill. Oh, right. I mean, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. the only the only way to do a, a Black Adam versus Superman film is like you got to have Shazam in there. Like, a Shazam and Superman teaming up to take on Black Adam would be it'd fucking pay. And to be honest, they've got a Shazam that, on paper, is doing well so far. I mean, like, the, they, they released the trailer for Comic-Con, because, of course, Comic-Con wasn't too far away. Oh, too long ago, sorry. Where they showed a Shazam Fury of the Gods trailer. And I'm watching it being like, I like the first Shazam film. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do next. And because it's been a hot minute since Shazam 1 and Shazam 2, I'm sitting there going, Zach Levi, you getting old, bro. Like, <laughs> it's like... It was kind of getting old in the first one. Yeah, but it's just like, they're supposed to be kids that turn into fucking superheroes. And now it's like, they're adolescents turning into adults. <laughs> yeah. So it's I'm just, yeah. That's, that's their plan. It's lack of planning. Ten you plan. I also really don't like the whole several kids thing. Like the Shazam family. Yeah, yeah I, I don't, don't like it. it. The Shazam I don't like it. They introduced it too quickly. Like yeah, that, yeah. If that's the thing, you shouldn't have done it in the first fucking movie. Yeah. This is the thing. Like that first Shazam film. While I do like it, they like, had done it for the like Black Adam Superman thing, and Shazam was like piss weak, and they used the Shazam family to help. Superman. Yeah, and Superman's, like, basically dying because he's a shit cunt, and then he's like, oh, quickly, to my family, wheelchair boy, come, come! And then, like... <laughs> there you go. Perfect. I mean, it's not a bad... If you, if you put the fight at night time so there's no sun for Superman to recharge his batteries off, Shazam has already kicked the shit out of, it's like, there you go. 
then it makes sense. Yeah, it shouldn't have done it in the first movie. Give, give the uh, entire family of kids the power of Thor. Oh, all right. That's another thing we're going to talk about. We saw Thor shits its thunder, and it is not good. Thor. Yeah, Thor, Thor 4. It Thor is film. fucking bad. Like, are we, are we going to start reviewing things now? Yeah, let's we... let's get into it because we've got other things <laughs> to talk about, and let's start with the All worst. Right, let's start shitting. <sighs> let's start with the worst and work our way up. Um, Thor four. Uh, Ian, what is the story of Thor four? I believe there could have been one. <laughs> I believe they used. Correct me if I'm wrong. Two comic books written by the same writer in the comic books, Jason Aaron, and they still fucked it. <laughs> Like, you're not going, like, here's a comic book written by person A and here's a comic book written by person B that don't mesh together, like trying to put fucking two pieces of an incorrect jigsaw puzzle together. You literally got book A and book B that fit perfectly sort of together, and you still fucked it. That's what yeah. it is. Like the, the, as you said, uh, where, where the story in Thor 4 is, it's um, on the cutting room floor. <laughs> yeah. It's clearly so. a story they cut out of that film. Apparently yeah, it's supposed to be like three and a half hours or something. Way too short. Huh? Apparently it's supposed to be three and a half hours, like the original I cut. I don't know why they cut so much out of it. Yeah, I it read was? something that, I don't know whether it's true, but that it was, Taika was told, make sure it's at under two hours or whatever it is, under an hour and a half. Whatever it ends up being. It just feels so rushed. It's mm. very short. It feels very short. We've got uh, we've got shrimp in the chat saying it was all right. He's not going to lie, but it didn't need to be a comedy. That's all that Taika Waititi knows how to do, though. He's a comedic director. Yeah, that's the problem. And Christian and Bale did a good job. Christian Bale was okay. Christian Bale was okay. It's just he didn't look anything like he should. He looks nothing like Gore, and he had a bit of a Pennywise aspect to him. Yeah. It's like nothing like the character at all. It's like they just wanted the character of Gore and nothing else. I was, like they I didn't was, want it to be Gore at all. They just wanted the name. We watched the film together and we had our friend Aaron with us as well. And when the credits started rolling and we were waiting for the, the end credit scene that mean fucking nothing for this film, um, I turned to Aaron and said, you know who I wouldn't mind if they actually made Gore look like Gore and would have been like a... Like, not only is it a draw to bring the an audience in to watch another MCU film, but also a Thor film, but also, like, holy shit, this actor is playing Gore, we need to watch this, is um, Henry Cavill as Gore. Because Gore isn't like, like, Gore starts off sick skinny, but then as he's in the books, he starts to get a little bigger and a little bigger. Like, and he actually turns into, like, a, a more, he's getting more stronger and shit. And I feel like, especially with his... Geralt's delivery of that like dry dead sort of pan to it it would have worked really well because Christian Bale while he is good in this film he's going you know my all gods must die and this is a little guy look at his fucking head and he's throwing it around being comedic to kids I'm like it doesn't work that's that's the problem is I think Tyker's characters all of them want to be like limelight characters that are all need to be quirky and weird. And it's like, why do they all have to be quirky? Can't you have characters that are drier? It's like, no, I need to throw everything in the kitchen sink at every character. They all must be quirky. And uh, Russell Crowe as Zeus. I mean, Russell Crowe as Zeus carried the film. Let's be honest. His little that little dress. The little, the little dress. Okay, was kind of, was kind of. He did a spin. He's a big boy, <laughs> and he flicked it backwards as he, <laughs> and he came down the steps. Oh, he's 
great. I just want to say that. That clip on repeat. Rest of the film can fuck up. Yeah, it, uh, it wasn't a good film. There's so many fucking plot holes in this thing. Like, Thor loses Stormbreaker to Gore. Molnir is with Jane Foster, so he has Thor's lightning bolt that he just knows how to teleport immediately with it. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, we sat there in the theatre going, that doesn't make sense. He just teleports into a big lightning ball and just immediately is where Gore is. I also don't understand how Gore can take uh, Axe. Yeah. Isn't it the same kind of properties where you they they never they never mentioned it or announced it or anything. I'm being raided by the miscellaneous guys with a party of six. Thank you, miscellaneous. We're talking about how shit Thor Love and Thunder is. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the party. Welcome to the party, pal. Uh, Welcome. Hope you don't like the film. Yeah. Yeah. It's look. It wasn't that bad. It was just. It was fine. It was fine. It was not fine. I haven't seen it yet. Ah, oh, and Dr. Funk MD69 is raiding as well. So many Everybody's raids. raiding. Um, Thor Love and Thunder. Which brings us to our sponsor, Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I haven't seen it yet, Miss Lamy says, but I assume it's going to be less good than... Look, Thor Love and Thunder for me is about a 3 out of 10. Like, I oh, really hard. did oh. not like this film. Oh. Oh, Russell Crowe in a tiny... Look, baby. Russell Crowe was fucking funny. The the sort of the clingy ex-girlfriend sort of thing that they had with the axe and the hammer. Like, any time Thor would talk to Molnir and the fucking Stormbreaker would come sliding in like a fucking cheesy ex-girlfriend. Um, not too bad, but... Like... <laughs> Tom's just disappearing in the background. Read in the like... chat. It's on the other page. <laughs> and when I do it, my face disappears. <laughs> It's his, he's so white and thinks it's a green screen. We do we do have uh, Shrimp in the chat. Now, Shrimp, a uh, friend of mine, he is a mad Predator fan. So uh, when we come to talking Ooh. to Prey, he will be a fucking a wealth of knowledge for the Predator. But, um, yeah, look, Thor Love and Thunder, man. Fucking the costumes were shit. The fucking CGI was awful for a Thor yeah, film. There was, like, there was some pretty bad CGI in that film. The floating head of the kid who wanted to be called Axel, remember? Like, oh, I don't know how to use my powers, Thor. Um, and Thor's like, your father taught me. I'll teach you how to do it. Really? All right, cool. Like, fuck me. It's bad. It's real bad. Also, he just straight up sent kids into a war zone. It has issues. It's not a three. But it's totally... No, hang on. Yeah. Who sent me the meme? Was it Ian who was like... It was Ian or was someone sent me the fucking meme where, of course, the end of the film... Who gives a fuck? Um, Thor needs to get Stormbreaker back. It's opening a portal, a MacGuffin, which is if whoever gets to the center of the universe can grant one wish. Why didn't we use it to wish back all the people Thanos killed? Don't know. But anyways... Um, Thor goes to kids. Whoever has be worthy for a limited time has the power of Thor. Great MacGuffin. The film also could they also could have used that. Uh, I don't know. Going against Thanos, like Avengers. Wait, whoever has the power of Thor and go. Like, yeah. oh, so fucking stupid. Like they just invented oh, things for again. no reason. Yeah, there's oh. a, a few plot holes it introduces, which is a bit worrying. So many plot holes. So many Particularly points. for things that, as far as I'm aware, aren't based on a comic book. I mean, you've, I haven't you've read, read you've read the the God I've Bomb read, and the yeah, God I've read, yeah, I've I've read those two books, but I haven't read all the Thor books. 
but I've not, I'm not aware of that power in the books. Are you? Where he could just give Thor power to people around him? But or is it? Is Tiger just plucked that idea? He's, pro- out of he's probably own? he's probably plucked it. But it's also like, well, that was the thing that Odin did in the first one. Like, whoever be worthy, you know, have the power of Thor. But he's to lift fucking Odin. But I'm like, he's Odin. He's, he's, he's the all father. Give it to everyone around him. Yeah, he's you Odin. Get a he's Thor, the and you get a Thor. Everybody gets. A but Thor. wasn't it cool when they played November Rain, the like eighth Guns N' Roses song in the film, where the kid was shooting lightning out of a bunny? Like, no, it wasn't cool, man. Like, it's not cool <laughs> at all. I feel like Tyson must have been on like a Guns N' Roses high or something with naming the kid Axel as well. Uh, It just would have been like, look, we have, we've paid Guns N' Roses. We can do what we want. And that's all it was. Yeah. It's a bit much. It was a bit much. Look, it's definitely not a three out of 10. Just like how Seaman and his sea creature battle isn't a nine or 10 out of 10 like you gave it. I, uh, I got it. Poison Red Apple. Thank you for the follow. What would you give it then, Ian? We've got lots of things right. to talk about. I'd like to also have a... point out as I remove that, this is not my opinions. <laughs> you don't like Labyrinth? I, thought... I was going to say. <laughs> Actually, that... Labyrinth don't mind either, but think about it either. Sorry, Ian, continue. Well, what about that terrific crutch that he has in that movie? <laughs> so much it's like crutch. the don't mess with the Zohan inflatable crutch. Card piece. Diamond across the card piece. <laughs> I don't believe that it. it's real, to be honest, with the stories about him. Um, Doing red poison. Yeah. I believe that this film wasn't that bad. We've got a few things to review, so we'll fly through mm-hmm. a few. Thor, I'm going to give it a very meh 6.5. 6.5. Yeah, I'd give, I'd give it so. <sighs> I think six, right. 6.5 is there. I think it's fair. I I laughed at it. I laughed pretty much the whole way through. But yeah, the humor does not a story make. Well, Um, we had uh, we had the goats, the constant screaming goats. Which I sometimes I laughed laughed every time. They did they did it so often, and it felt cheap. But yeah, it got me every fucking time. Every time. I think it got me most of the times. Like there's a point where the goats crash into the planet, and as soon as they hear the bang, you just hear them scream. But like. The Thor... Oh, sorry, I'm, I just got lo- lost in track. Uh, Worthos Gaming says, uh, Thor was the first Marvel movie I wasn't worried about going into the movies to see, and Poison Red Apple said, Thor Love and Thunder is the only Thor movie I've cried. I want elaboration on that, whether that's cried because it's bad or cried because you enjoyed it. Because if you enjoyed it, that's fine. Um, happy tears. Or, or, happy or, tears. or the themes <laughs> of the film. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. The right. the I, got about that. I got about those themes. They actually had two. They actually, um, actually, they had a a warning at the start of the film as well, didn't they? Yeah, Mm. well, because a lot of people had been triggered from it because of they have had that impact their lives, and it's quite a pretty confrontational the way they do it. Mm. Yeah, of the film, it's weird that they chose that thing to be serious about, like such a serious thing. Like it doesn't for a comedy movie. It's very. Well, uh, we've got Shrimp saying the goats are funny as fuck and they're the best part of the film. Uh, and uh, Poison Red Apple saying cried Clearly for Russell Crowe. Oh, oh, happiness? Okay. Happiness. Oh, happiness. Um, but the, the film ends with Thor having Gore's kid who's been wished back to life as a surrogate daughter, father sort of situation going on. And she's wielding Stormbreaker because anyone can wield Stormbreaker and so Thor has like any spoiler warnings for this. No one gives a fuck. It's fucking into- old. <laughs> it's three weeks old. No, it's not. It's more than that. Four. 
<laughs> Thor weeks old. Um, Thor weeks old. Yeah, oh, look. Still, I spoil everything for anybody. <laughs> yeah. I think when the trailer just out of spite as well, he didn't even like it. No, he didn't even make a point about it. He just went, and this is how the movie ends. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's not great. It's not great, especially if you Spoiler read the man. If you read the Spoiler source, man. if you read the source material compared to this, it don't is... eat that. It's spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I said this as well before we watched Thor. His like fingers and shit. <laughs> If no no no, if Thor: Love and Thunder sucks, which it did, don't eat that out of your mouth. I think I'm done with the MCU. Like I think I'm fucking done with it. Like the the I was chatting to Mrs. Studio about it, but like the possibility of you end Endgame with Thor going with the Guardians, and he's sitting there going, a James Gunn directed Guardians film with Thor in the group, that could just fuck the whole dynamic and be a lot of fun, and. It's like, nah, nah, fuck it. Like, let's just do this instead. I'm like, dude, you fucked it. Like, you fucked it. Like, you had magic in a bottle and you dropped the bottle. Probably because they wanted bloody James Gunn and Taika to do things and they probably either couldn't agree on the same direction. Poison Red Apples. It was easier to have them film at the same time without having to... Well, they didn't film at the same time because this filmed this roughly around with Suicide Squad, didn't it? Um, I don't know. You're telling the story. (laughs) Uh, I'm telling the story. (laughs) I was going to say, I would have believed you had you not ended it with, didn't it? I think so. Uh, Thor The Dark World is the worst. Actually, I think Dark World is better than Love and Thunder. Do you know what I've seen lately on um, socials? Mm. There's a lot of love... For um, Avengers 2, Age of Ultron. People what? are coming around on it. Yeah, a lot of people are like, this is better than all of Phase 4. I mean, all of Phase 4 is bad. Name one hey, good thing about Phase 4. I, I Hawkeye wasn't bad. Hawkeye, okay. Hawkeye was the best TV series. Yeah. Right. And hang on. Have you seen Miss Marvel yet? No. Yeah, see? We're about to review that. Let me give you three stars. Go on. You're the only one of us who's seen that, so uh, there's the dedication on the podcast. Morbius <laughs> is not MCU. Morbius is Sony. Um, but <laughs> quickly on Morbius. Sony releases Morbius not once, but twice in cinemas, but Warner Brothers won't release Batgirl. <laughs> like, cab out. Um, what was wrong with Age of Ultron? Shrimp? Everything. Um, the best thing about Phase 4 is the ending. Agreed. Uh, and Spader did a great job. Look, James Spader did do a good job as Ultron. I, I will say that. The story is... I think it's not as bad. I think the problem is we just came off the back of expecting maybe too much from it. We went from Avengers to Iron Man 3, which was Shane Black, a.k.a. The Predator, uh, which wasn't great. Uh, Thor 2, which wasn't great. Was that bad? Um, Guardians... The first Guardians film, we had Captain America the Winter Soldier, which was, which was awesome. Both um, of which were 10 out of 10s of the MCU, basically. What else did we have for Phase 2? I feel like we had something else that I'm missing. And then we had um, Age of Ultron, and then straight after that was uh, Ant-Man. Let's just all be honest. If, if the reports of the Marvels actually being partially a musical is correct, I'm <laughs> fucking done. 
Yeah. Done. I'm not seeing any of these films anymore. <laughs> you, you can keep them. I don't, I don't want Speak, to be part of this world anymore. Speaking of musicals, um, we're getting a Joker 2 by Todd Phillips. Uh, it's going to have Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn, which I don't actually mind that casting. <laughs> but apparently it's going to be a musical. In what? In The Joker 2. It's going to be a musical. That's the rumour. That Joker 2 is going to play, take place mostly in Arkham Asylum, for obvious reasons, um, but is going to be a musical. I just... But why? Why? So different from what Joker 1 was, and it did so well. I was talking to Mitch about this, and he's like, why are we getting a Joker 2? And I'm like, because the first one did so fucking well in the box office. That is the only reason we're getting a sequel. So, yeah, it's just going to kill it, to be honest. Ian, uh, Miss Marvel, how was it? Miss <clears throat> Marvel started off weak and actually did get a lot better as it went. I'll give him that. Mm. Does it deserve the high praise of scores it seems to be getting online? Oh, fuck no. That's <laughs> the fucking notly. Um, it's it's pretty air, but I will say they it's good the way that they handle um, the culture being a very central part of that show. Mm-hmm. They do it very well, um, which is good. It's not just brushed over. It's pretty intrinsic to the character and and her family. Uh, so I give them that, but yeah, it's not not great. How did they? How well was the? Because she's got different powers in the TV show because they didn't want to give her similar powers to Mr. Fantastic. She had somewhat like. They don't really people. explain anything. What basically what they say is the bracelet that she has amplifies something within her to allow the power to come out. That's kind well, of all they say. Until she has energy, Sorry? a little bit like energy projection. I think isn't it like a, like a Green Lantern, but not Green Lantern. It's basically Green Lantern, yeah. Also, could she make things out of energy? <sighs> yeah, she makes platforms so she can run across the sky and platforms she so she doesn't fall on her she face. And, uh, and a, a giant projector hand catch people, punch. Episode 5 and 6, I Mostly, yeah. Apparently now, of course, spoilers... But um, it introduces mutants. Apparently, that's yeah. that's the thing. It does have a. I think it's in the post credits or mid credit or just before the credits, <laughs> right at the end. But it's very obvious because they're like, oh, you know, I found out that after looking at your blood, it's. You know, I was wrong about my guess before about how this works. It appears like you've got some sort of. And he looks at the camera and goes. Mutation, and it goes. Hey, Shrimp says Miss Marvel is basically using a form of Captain Marvel's power. No, Miss Marvel is a inhuman, which is basically a mutant, um, and she has polymorph, uh, which is basically Mister Fantastic's. But she can enlarge herself and shrink, and sh- well, not shrink, but she can make herself bigger, normal size, and stretch her arms and stuff. <laughs> An awful power for a male. Oh, great! Hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, I think there's rumors. Is something fantastic? I think there's rumors that we're getting a Moon Knight Thanks, season two. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> the thing. <laughs> um, the thing fits right in here. <laughs> ah, you broke my Batmobile. Um, 
Rumours are we're getting a season two of Moon Knight. Um, so some people are excited about that. I mean, that's awesome. Uh, if you're excited about it, that is. Um, but going from probably worst to best and then what we watched probably most recently, uh, Obi-Wan. Guys, Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. What did we think of Obi-Wan? Again, spoilers for people in the chat. I prefer Miss Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel over Obi-Wan. Yeah. I really didn't enjoy fucking Obi-Wan at all. I thought it was terribly done, terribly directed, unnecessary story in general, just a cash grab, and it took away from 4, 5, 6, and 1, 2, 3. You reckon? Yeah. Please. It went... Here you go, money. <laughs> I I get there's a lot of problems with it, um, especially in regards to its like continuity. In regards to help me Obi Wan Kenobi, or my only hope sort of thing. Um, but the, there were some things that did. Ways, there's ways to somewhat yeah. explain that though. Like that's. In my opinion, that's forgivable because you're talking about a little girl who met a guy, and at the end of them, he pr- he says to her, "No one must ever know what happened here," sort of thing. So she might be pretending not to know who he is. Tom, we can we can do this him as a, or she may see him as remembering working with her father more than a couple of days he spent doing that. Like, okay, so Tom, we can do an experiment. We, we we both have... Why did you give us... Who are you giving a thumbs up to? Uh, because we got a message saying, wave at the camera when you've stopped talking, Obi-Wan. Um, so I will do this when I've stopped talking, Obi-Wan. Um, <laughs> Tom, we can do an experiment of we both have uh, nephews, nieces around... What? Seven? Six? Seven? Sure, it's not the age of ten like Leia is, but I, let's I give them... I feel like you're using this to make a point. Yeah, let's give them a whole... Yeah. Let's give them like, a whole block of... Tra- not to talk about it. No, no, I'm just saying, let's give them a whole... I get what you're saying, I just don't agree with the argument you're about to make. <laughs> and then say... I feel like that's that's the least of that show's problem. Don't tell anyone that I give this to you. The we could get in trouble. <laughs> could outrun adults. And yeah. terrible CGI sliding and terrible CGI everywhere else and... Yeah, that wasn't great. I will say the first episode I thought was was okay in regards to Obi Wan suddenly being better than Darth Vader, who's been training for the last ten years, not fucking cutting up pieces of meat in the desert. No, no, episode one. But I I was sitting there going to myself like, okay, cool. Well, Obi Wan's main fucking mission, its thing, goal is watch over Luke. Like that's his thing. That's it. So I'm sitting there going like, right, well, we've seen in the trailers that he's in, he's obviously on different locations or planets or whatever. How the fuck is he getting off planet? Like, there's no reason for him to leave. And like, if someone took Luke, I feel like that's a big, like, there has to be a reason for him to get off planet. And I didn't mind the story MacGuffin of Leia being kidnapped to get Obi-Wan off planet, especially with... Jimmy Smith is fucking awesome in this as as Bail Organa. I thought he was fucking great. Um, being like, do you know how important she is? Luke's not going anywhere. Please help. That as a story premise MacGuffin, I have no problem with. But then after episode two, I think it was, uh, I'm sitting there going, no. 
why is Zach Braff in this? No. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Look, there's loads of problems with this. One, there's a lot of fucking continuity issues. And me being a fucking Star Wars nerd, I was raging fucking hard. Two, the costume department, awful. Three, the fuck, they forget how lightsabers work. Four, the fucking prosthetics department and the special effects aren't great. Five, sometimes it looks like a fucking fan film. Like, and it's, not this, it's not this show that forgot how lightsabers work. They forgot how lightsabers worked throughout the last three films too. So you can't blame this show for that. I blame Disney. There's literally a shot in, like, I think it's the fourth episode or the fifth, whatever fucking episode it is. Fourth episode. Um, where they, uh, Obi-Wan hits a stormtrooper with his lightsaber and it literally bounces off his chest and he hits him again with it. I'm like, ah, hang on. He's cut in half. <laughs> like, I, I think that's a mistake. I don't think that was deliberate. Don't um, kick the shot and be like, you went, we need to do it again. You fucked up. Yeah. We're probably too late. Like, it's. Yeah, it felt very rushed the whole show, to be honest. It was so badly directed. Like, every piece of act, so many cuts, so many cuts. It wasn't particularly clever either. That, that like, this, the writing of the overall story was bad. Like,. I know that to Shrimp's point, when he pulls down a ship, right? Yeah, that's cool. But like, just looking at that scene, right? Is he pulls down a ship, and then the ship behind it takes off, um, and he just looks at it leave, and then Reva goes to attack him, right? I don't why the fuck? Huh? Don't get me but started. Why the fuck wouldn't you have him grab the ship and pull it down, or try and pull the other one? And then go for the ambush while he's grabbing the ship. Oh, yeah. that oh. would have made sense rather than waiting for him to be doing nothing. I've seen yeah. I've seen people defend this on YouTube because, like, um, well, as we've seen, Darth Vader loves the chase. I'm like, yeah, but that's fucking Obi Wan. You're not gonna chase Obi Wan. You're gonna fucking capture and torture him just flat out. It's like, oh, it's because Vader loves the chase. I'm like, oh, fuck off. You're defending yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. That's blind. I like uh, Blue Foxy saying, didn't know they equipped those stormtroopers with Beskar. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> like, there were some really cool ideas here. I think I was... I, 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 I can't think of very many cool ideas, to be honest. I saw Can people go me? absolutely nuts for the fourth episode with the Fortress Inquisitoris being like, how good was that episode? I'm like, yeah. It was so badly done. That was Jedi like, Fallen sure, Order. It's cool to see that place. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's exactly... It's he swims done. in! He swims into the... I'm like, dude, someone did that five years ago. You might want to increase your defences. Someone did the exact same thing, <laughs> and the exact same thing happened. Legit. It's fucking stupid. Um, but there were some cool things here and there that I don't mind. I didn't mind the last episode sort of final confrontation with Vader and, and everyone. Yes. Didn't like how he's gone from... We see, I think it's the end of the third episode, he gets the absolute shit kicked out of him. And then in the fourth episode when he saves Leia, he's doing some twirls and shit. And he's like, yep, I'm back to normal. I remembered how to do this. Yep, cool, I'm doing a pose. And then it's just like, yeah, I'm fucking up Vader. Doesn't make sense. But I liked the... Also the fact he went there to end this, and it went all about, like, I'm going to go end this. I'm not going to let him live like I did last time. And then he let him, let live. him live. Like he did last time. 
Yeah, it made no sense. That's what I mean. Like the whole show made no sense because it ended in the same spot. And There's it, no point to it. Yeah, it's in the same thing. Like some and the cool things in some of the scenes, as you said, ripped off from Fallen Order. They pretty much did the exact same thing that they did in Clone Wars with mm. the mask being ripped open. Ah, uh, Rebel. Rebels. Uh, not no real original ideas. And what was original was pretty crappy. I will say, to hundred percent agree. Like There's they, something they've that, so or an things. idea that's been floating around for a while as well. Like they've been talking about doing this for a long time. They were going to do a movie. Mm. They should have had a fucking bank of ideas they could have used. I I did like. Look, we're in spoilers as well, so I did like. Obi-Wan spoilers, anyone in chat, heads up who can hear me. I did like, at the end, Qui-Gon being there, being like, what took you so long? Like, I liked that sort of thing, because, like, I've seen Dave from Super Movie Bros defend this so fucking hard, being like, see, look, Obi-Wan became a shit guy, and he no longer became a Jedi, so that makes uh, Last Jedi redeemable. No, it doesn't, it's shit. But, it, I like the whole thing of, like, well, yeah, you lost your way, now you've come back to it, and now, you know... What took you so long? You're back to being you as Obi-Wan. Um, I liked the... However it, you get to it, but I liked when Obi-Wan just takes on Vader and he's back to himself or whatever. Like, he immediately just goes for the chess box and that fucks him up. And then you slice the helmet over and, and you get the the raw dialogue between, like, I fucked up, I'm sorry, sort of thing. And he's like, I did, you didn't kill Anakin, I killed him, sort of thing. I was like that's cool and with the light of the lightsaber and you can see his eyes changing to that sith color and stuff that was cool um but there were so many stupid things and stupid ways the story got to that really cool raw emotional point and the way it got there was like watching mxc failing but they somehow got to the end like it was literally like going across the river but they somehow made it across like it was that bad Reaver yeah. sucked. The Grand Inquisitor looked like Uncle Fester from the Adams Family. Uh, even when they, even when Jason Isaacs, the actor who plays the Grand Inquisitor in Rebels, says, "I want to do the Grand Inquisitor," I'm like fucking use him. Oh man, it was it was bad. So many bad. It's things. very budget. Very budget. But it is yeah. very unfortunate <clears throat> as well with those lightsabers and in the dark. In the dark. Uh, with the way that digital cameras work and the way that they've chosen to do the lightsabers, it fucks the quality. Have you I, know, have you seen have you yeah. seen the close ups of it? How how bad the quality of those shots are because the digital camera cannot handle the blue oh, lightsabers. Terrible. I don't know yeah. if you've seen the there's the Disney like it's five thousand dollars to do it at Disney World, but it's like the two day Star Wars resort thing where you're like you're in a like you're in a fucking Republic hangar, cruiser thing, you're staying the night and all that sort of stuff. It's so fucking expensive. I can't remember what it's called. But they have these new lightsabers that, like, the you know, the fake Ray uses at Disneyland and all that sort of stuff. And you can see it on YouTube. And it is literally a lightsaber. When you push the button, the actual emitter opens up and a blade shoots out of it, and then it collapses back into it. It looks cool, but their hilt is very fucking fat to fit the actual extending blade inside of it. And you can see in some of those shots, they're using really fat blade, like, handles to have the blade shoot out of it. I'm like, no, just do what you did fucking 2005, man. We don't care. Like, yeah. Like, it's not, it doesn't add any value. Mm. It should just stick you I like as well, how do we find Obi-Wan? Ah, he's wearing a shitty cosplay version of a Jedi outfit 
twice. Like, he's literally wearing, like, it's got, like, a hooded fucking hobo fucking sling part over his hood. And then he's wearing robes over the top. And then, then again, he's wearing grey Jedi robes. I'm like, dude, how about you, like... The Star Wars equivalent of the cap in MCU. Yeah. They never suspect me. I have the exact same glasses. Uh, It is literally fucking that. It's like, dude, dress him up like a fucking bounty hunter or something. Like, make him look different. And it would have... Oh, yeah, no, fucking... I could go too long on this. We've got other shit to talk about. (laughs) Uh, Review scores. Review scores. I mean, it would be nice if the other two of us could have spoken. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> no, no, I'm fine. I'll, I'll just give it a review score. No, 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 no. You're a big no, Star no, Wars no, fan no, as well. No, 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 no. Ian? Uh, yeah, I really didn't enjoy it much at all, to be honest. I think it was just a waste of time, and it wasn't it wasn't good at all. And like I said, the worst thing is it detracts from the original movies. So I am going to give it a five. I think that's generous. Ouch. Yeah, look, uh, I don't think it had a lot of problems. I, from the, the first couple of episodes, it sort of got me into it and I was keen, and then it sort of lost me a little in the middle, and then towards the end I was a bit meh um, with it. Uh, there were some cool scenes in it, and I like seeing Darth Vader again. I did. I enjoy his screen presence. I like seeing him around, and I like actually seeing him in fights, even if they don't necessarily make sense. Um, I think that it's a, it's probably about a six for me. A uh, lot of problems, but overall, like I don't regret watching it. Like, whereas a five to me is I regret watching it. I regret watching it. <laughs> um, so yeah, is that what's your score, duty? Uh, my wife's coming upstairs to the side. Thank you. Um, look. my my theory is like. I don't give it any additional favours because it's Star Wars. That's why I give it a five. But it is Star Wars. I think, look, Jimmy. one of the... One it's, it's, it's like the Jimmy Carr joke of it's, she's only with you because you're famous. But I am famous. But I am famous. <laughs> you're not wrong. Look, but was... is it Star Wars? To me, it's not. It's just, to me, it's like some fan-made film. A little bit like there was the there was the I think it was the third episode where Vader fights Obi Wan on the like the mining refining planet or whatever the fuck it was, and it's like dude, it literally looks like you've gotten someone in a very good high quality Darth Vader outfit and some dude who somewhat resembles you and McGregor from a distance in a hood, like doing a lightsaber fight on a long distance camera. I'm like, this doesn't feel like Star Wars. This feels like you've gone out in the middle of California and just started filming. I'm like. It- it like yeah. you had a Blade Runner planet basically for the second planet. I was like, this is a fucking cool planet, man. You could do a lot of cool shit here. And I was like, no, let's chase Leia on a rooftop and let's mm. you know, let's do a like a little homage to Breaking Bad and all that sort of stuff. And I'm like, no. To me, no. I, I, I will say this on that. It is actually a big, big issue to me that they have taken away from one of the best fights in all of the Star Wars franchise. Like, the episode three fight between those two, despite the bit when they stop and just sort of flick their lightsabers around. I love that bit. Until it I love it. The- I love that bit. <laughs> I fucking hate it. It's dumb. I love how dumb it is. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Um, um, Getting momentum up. Whoa, 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 whoa. But, like, seriously, one of the best... Uh, 
choreographed like parts of Star Wars period yeah. in my opinion and a fantastic thing to watch and I watched it immediately after watching the end of this series is that you've now taken away from that because that's not the last interaction that they had and you've now yeah. made the last interaction that they will potentially make season two they are making a season um, two apparently. potentially the last the, the latest interaction that they had is inferior to that yeah. which takes away from what they've done before and I don't understand why they would do that because no matter I don't think anybody thinks that fight is as epic as the other one and as you said it's on a it's on a planet that's murky background with a blue hue over everything there's nothing of interest there's a couple of rocks and in fact that's all they do is they throw rocks at each other mm. yeah it was like a shitty version of the um Darth Sidious and Yoda fight in the temple in the in the parliament, parliament yeah yeah at least they spun their rocks <laughs> eh, eh, spin it a pit but like even then that fight sort of worked because at the same time you had Anakin and Obi-Wan doing a actual choreographed lightsaber fight and then it's like well who would win in a fucking fight of raw force power the Emperor or Yoda being like we've seen Yoda lift up a fucking ship from a swamp like What's he like in his prime? And it sort of worked as a both... Because, you know, Obi-Wan and Anakin didn't use much force in their fight, but they did. So you sort of got a bit of both. Where, like, this was like... Fort got the shit kicked out of him, was buried under rocks, and just went, you're, you're dead. Like, I wanted you, me being Vader, your suffering has begun now, Obi-Wan. I'm just going to cover you in rocks and walk away. Because that's, that's your suffering. Got to, I'm gonna burn you, and then I'm just gonna leave you there. And literally, two people that pretty much grew up together in a universe where it's well established that if there's people who are force sensitive, they can sense each other's life force and would know that the other person is still alive under said rocks. Exactly right. Yeah, true. I didn't, I didn't mind the um, the flashback scenes. I think we got at the start in episode three. I think it was maybe or episode four where we had like. They're fighting. Were they just, were they just you giving didn't, a score? didn't de-age. Yeah, they, yeah. Didn't, they didn't de-age, but I think they should have done Clone Wars era where they had, like, the Clone Wars armor and maybe that would have worked better. No, they should have de-aged him. That too. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Score-wise, I'm, I'm giving it a four. Like, the things that really worked for me really worked, but like I said, it is an MXC. It's the floor is lava. But it is like you fell in, you got out, and you still had some cool things to it. It was cool with what you did, but I feel like the the, the big problem that I'm going to have coming forward is I'm now watching Star Wars chronologically. I've stopped in the middle of season seven of Clone Wars to now watch episode three to go back to Clone Wars afterwards to finish the is series. It chronologically, <laughs> probably. Uh, I'm fucking smashed. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> financial urology. <laughs> but, like, it's... I feel like it's going to be a problem of going from, like, you know, watching Clone Wars, Episode 3, finishing Clone Wars, so on and so forth. You watch Obi-Wan, and I'm watching this with, with Mon, and then we're going to go to Rebels, and she's going to go, who's that? And I'm like, oh, you know Uncle Fester from Obi-Wan? Yeah, that's him. It totally looks the same. Oh, you know that really cool scene when Obi-Wan uh, fights... We, we got, yeah, we we're cutting that. you off. Yeah, we're yeah go off. for it. Ian, Stranger <laughs> Things. <laughs> Both Cider and that bit. <laughs> yeah, Stranger Things. Go for it. I mute me, Mike. What's it about? 
Um, what's Stranger Things about? Double handle. All the way at Um, it's about things that are potentially stranger. Oh, I have seen some Stranger Things. Uh, oh, okay, so... Season 4. I'm really bad to explain this right now because for those playing at home, I binge-watched Season 2 to the end of Season 4 uh, because I'd only watched Season 1, so I actually don't know where Season 4 sort of kicked in within that time period. Um, but it's a lot of duty in it. But obviously because of COVID and stuff, uh, the kids were all significantly older than they were meant to be at the time of filming these, and I reckon that's yeah. probably why the next season is going to be the last one, according to things. Um, but yeah, so I guess you, you start this series off, the kids are in two different locations now, so you have the Hawkins and then you have LA. Um Essentially, it, it, it tackles with issues with Eleven not fitting in, um, and then, actually, I think fitting in is a big theme of sort of the start of this, which is mm. things that you get with teen dramas and all that sort of thing, which, I mean, it's gone from the kids' show to now a teen drama sort of show and a little bit, and likening onto that. Um, but, no, we, we have the introduction of old characters coming back. We then have... A new big bad that takes the uh, the likeness of Freddy Krueger, which is a really interesting and cool way to do it. Is I, I I do love the tiebacks that they do to old school horror as well as all the other you know stories. Yeah. Um. And then yeah, no. So I guess it, as, as a series, it's all about dealing with Vecna, the newest villain of the Upside Down, who takes over people's dreams, and then hilarity ensues. <laughs> So much hilarity. And then Chrissy, wake up. Chrissy, wake up. I don't like this. <laughs> Judy, and then they have all had to run up the hill together. They did. They did. I'm so fucking over that song. <laughs> um, I think yeah. this was a terrific season. Obviously, I've made my opinion on this very loud to everyone that would hear me. It's not shrimp. It's not. Shrimp has asked, not. is it actually their dreams, though? And it is not their no, dreams. No, it's not. It's basically, sleeping. but it's not. It's just when they're sleeping. They're not sleeping. Uh, yeah, they're not even. They just, they just they get put into a trance. It's, they do. Yeah. yeah, never mind. Magical Not a Freddy Kruegery. It's, very, it's very Freddy Kruegery. It even has yeah. Freddy Krueger in it. It was not wrong. Uh, a great job. My podcast, buddy. <laughs> ben, ben, Herbie, ben. Ben. Also, Ian totally agreed with me. So, <laughs> wait, wait for wait for the prior review. That's where Shrimp comes in. <laughs> That's all right. I'll just shit on Predator. <laughs> <laughs> Every film between the original and this one. Yeah. Look, um, Stranger Things four was better than three. Whoa, yes. you are the Alex Jones of the stream, Tom. Misinformation. Get the fuck out of our chat. <laughs> I will fucking destroy you, bro. Alex Jones, what? that's too far. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. This Who are season... you friends with, Judy? <laughs> uh, yeah, Judy. Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, look, honestly, this could be... 
best season yet. I would argue that. Season two was the weak point because that's the season where she runs off and finds the other power kids and ugh. Yeah, how does that yeah. make sense? Like now, like I'm I'm having It's gone. And let it be gone. Don't question it. It's gone. That storyline <laughs> never happened. I've like that's to. that's that's the thing I've said to Ian like I like like I like Stranger Things season four obviously better because we're doing shit to better. So Obi Wan was before this, but it's like Obi Wan and or whatever the fuck they're doing with Star Wars or Marvel is it's different people working on a property, and if one person doesn't know what they're doing, it fucks it up. But like Stranger Things is the Duffer Brothers. There's no one else writing it, so it's like anytime I see something, I'm like, wait, hang on, wait, what? Like that, it, it trips me up even more so because it's like, well, you guys wrote this. Like, you should, you know what you're doing. You created this world, this law, this. Oh, they know what they've done. They went, those kids, everyone hated them. Let's pretend it never happened. <laughs> and you what they were doing. I would have done the same thing in that position. <laughs> they wrote well, it in different rooms, says Foxy. <laughs> well, that didn't work. It just, it didn't work, so they ignored it. Which, yeah, seriously, look at the um, season two scoring on IMDb. Yeah, episode by episode. <laughs> it's like right. they're all eight, and then it hits that episode, and it's like six. Yeah. Honestly, I I think season four is their strongest season yet. Season I, I three like wasn't bad, but it had a bit of a weird ending, in a sense. Um, season one was great because it introduced I did I did restart but, watching um, season one of Stranger Things. And they're like yeah. the um, there's the there's like of course everyone's going. For, there's so many stupid fucking theories out there on Stranger Things. Like some it's of great. them, are, some of them are really really good. Like that Will's the kid who gets taken in the first season, yeah. And Vecna takes him. That yeah, Vecna absolutely. takes him because Vecna has telekinesis powers. The the silhouette looks more like Vecna than a fucking demogorgon or that sort of stuff like that. I'm like, cool. Yeah, no, I totally like that. And when Will falls off his bike, you can sort, like, if you want to make the connection, it's like, yeah, well, that noise that you hear when Will falls off his bike is the clock gong noise. It's like, it sort of sounds like that. I'm like, okay, I can get that. I can get on board with this. But then there's these fucking morons on Instagram being like, did you know that Eddie's alive? Because Eddie likes Iron Maiden and Iron Maiden's mascot is called Eddie. And in 1980, blah, they released an album called Somewhere in Time. And on the wall on that album, it says Eddie Lives, which is a reference to Eddie Alive. I'm like, that is the most fucking stupid fucking yeah, thing nah. I've ever heard of. And the predator theory is much better than this. <laughs> oh. Predator theory? You sent us the Predator Theory. Hawkins, Hopper? No, that wasn't me. Wasn't that you? That was was Fuzzy. Ah. No, it was me. Was it Tom? Okay, it was one of them. Wait, no, it was me. No, no, it's it's not a theory. It wasn't a theory. It was just saying that there's the first person to die in the original Predator is Hawkins. The name of the town is Hawkins. Um, I think the person, one of the people they talk about is James Hopper. or Jim Jim Hopper. Um, and I think the original Predator's based two years after this season or something. 80... What year is Predator? 87? Good question. Let me find out. Um... Yeah, no, it's just it, it's just that they named 87. stuff based off Predator. Um, which was Well, that makes sense because essentially what they've done when they made this show is just go, 
grab everything pop culture of the 80s. And they went and just jumbled things in there. Well, Ian, you might like this. You're probably already aware of it because you're a Stranger Things nut. But there's a, there's a point in the series where Jim goes against the Demogorgon with a sword. Do you know what that sword is? Yes. That's the sword from when he played Hellboy. <laughs> <laughs> it is not. It's not? No. It's not. I it's know not it a. I'm trying to think of when the sword. Hang on. Is this in this season? Season this, four? Yeah, this season. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, this sword, season. No. Season the four. Sword. The sword. With the demigorgon. Yeah, when he's in the prison season. and he cuts. The... Yeah, in the prison when he fights him. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Oh, this is what I. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. This yeah. is because no. I binged all the seasons. I know what it is. Oh, I don't. Go on, Tom, you tell me. It's a sword from Conan the Barbarian. It is. Oh, there you go. And they got that sword from Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> that's pretty sick. Yeah. Well, that's fucking cool. <laughs> That's fucking cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's pretty sick. <laughs> I thought I say this it. season was pretty fucking good. Pretty good. It's fucking great. We got Tommy the Red Ranger back, which was cool. He was in it for a hot minute. Can you name five things that weren't good about it? You can't. Five things that weren't good about this. Yeah. I could get close. Come They're on. not super, like, surface level. This is a scene that yeah. pissed me off. No, no. I like, really uh, like that costume. <laughs> that costume that was in episode three oh. for five minutes really wasn't oh. 80s. I listen don't know he, about it. Listen here, you <laughs> They clearly cats. just reused it from this other scene. The, I said it to Ian. The only thing I don't like about it's Stranger Things as a whole. It's not Stranger Things as this particular season. But mm-hmm. Stranger Things has the same problem as the shitty CW show, The Flash. Like, yeah, ha- no, what's the bad guy going to be? It's a fucking speedster. Nightboat, there's always a river. Like, the bad guy is always the upside down. It's like, you can do something else that's not the upside that's and then what... come back to it later. Like, I feel like it's overused. But see, I don't, I don't get that because that's just, that's what the show is about. It's about the upside down. But if, like, It's like saying Star Wars, like, why is the villain always the Empire? It's not, though. The first order, um, <laughs> but like it's so upsetting that you like him. This the Flash. No, but like that, yeah, that, no. that's that's what I'm meaning in regards to like the Flash is always like, well, the villain is a speedster because it's always the guy who can run faster than the Flash has to be the bad guy. Um, where it's like you know, that- I think I know what you mean in that it they it feels like it's just they just bring a new villain every season. Yeah, and the thing I didn't really get was like, well, the first. Villain was. Um, I think the... that's why I like this season because this time it actually feels like it's going somewhere. He's but Vector's not like the bad. He's not like the big bad, is he though? Like he he's he's the yeah. general to the mind flayer is how is how they put it. Yeah, but he is essentially because <laughs> they're all connected. I like Blue Foxy going, because how going, can anyone? Spo- no, are we going spoilers now? Yeah. Look, oh, I'm, I'm assuming I'm we are. No, yeah. yes, he is the big bad. He's, he, yeah, he corrupted what was in this universe. No, but it wasn't he corrupted by the Mind Flayer? No, because there's the cloud in the sky, and then he turns it into the shape that he wants it. He turns it into a spider shape because he That's was right. obsessed with spiders. Ah, he is okay. Mind Flayer. He Hang on, Shrimp saying no, but Shrimp, take your time replying. He's saying no, 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 no. Um. Hive mind. <clears throat> They're all the same, technically. So, technically, 
we're all right. Yeah, because isn't who's the Dustin? Dustin's like, well, the Demogorgon is a soldier. Then then there was the Demodog for the second one. Uh, no duty. It goes Mind Flayer, then Vecna. See, I thought the Mind Flayer was the big bad, and then Vecna, as Dustin says, is he's your general. He's the guy who's smart. Yeah, that's no, that's, that's when they were trying say. to throw you off the trail. Right, yeah, that's okay. What they say. Okay. Start, and then it does, the, and then it shows the flashback of yeah, him going. And he controls the cloud and puts it into the spider shape, which is his thing, because he was obsessed with spiders. Okay, cool. No, I, I'm completely fine with, with that. I like Vecna as a character. I like the little Halloween twist thing they did where they knock him out the window and then they look outside and he's gone. Like <laughs> it in was Halloween. very Halloween, Remember Jamie it? Lee Curtis? <laughs> Remember? Remember? Um, Remember that leather handbag? Remember? There's, 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 there are some things that I was just like, ah, hang on. Um, when I don't know what you want to call the 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 you don't like sports guy getting ripped in half. I mean that was cool. Don't get me wrong. I don't think a tape deck from 1980 can be stepped in half like a fucking leaf. He literally puts his foot through it like he's the fucking Hulk. I'll give it a go. Yeah, <laughs> give, it a go. Like give it a go. I think to... things in the 80 were built of sterner steel than things today. Ian. This Japanese makes were not good. <laughs> You fucking what went? Um, but the 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 thing that like I was saying to Mon as I was watching it was when what Nancy Steve I can't remember Robin and Eddie go into the upside down and they're they're looking around and all that sort of stuff like that. They're walking through a forest. I'm like, one of you is tripping over a tentacle. Like that's just like it's a fact. Like, unless you are moving at a snail's pace, you're tripping over something, you're knocking into something, you're tripping over something, especially as they're like, Robins are klutz. Also, there's like, there's no Demogorgons at all in Hawkins. It's just the bats. There's no dogs, there's no Demogorgon, like, at all. Or sitting there going like, what the, like, did the Russians capture them all? Maybe there's not as many of them as you think. Well, that's what I thought, but then like, they're in Russia in, in the labs in the prison. Like, they're in the tubes they've and all got, that sort of shit. They've got, like, a couple, but... Yeah, we don't really know yet like, the whole story of that part. It's a yeah. to say. They ate them for sustenance, is what Foxy says. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious mind flu. There was a little no, bit of silence in the lamb things of, like, you're only allowed in here for 15 minutes, stay away from the bar, bah, 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 bah. All that sort of stuff. There was a bit of that. Yeah. Um... Look, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. It was very Nightmare on Elm Street, especially with having Robert England in it as well. It's like, that's a sl- that's literally slapping you in the face with a clawed glove. Like, it's- I loved that. I loved him being it's in great. it. Mm. I guess he didn't see that coming. Because ah. ah. he has no eyes. Ah. ah. If you have to explain a joke, it makes it even better. um yeah look i i didn't mind the season i thought i thought the i i sort of wanted like stranger things feels like it's too scared to kill off a main character always kills off the new character that's introduced like they killed tommy the red ranger in season three they killed fucking samwise gamgee in season two they killed off eddie in this he's not coming back he's fucking dead um he's dead but like he's dead what they only did like Who's the chick in the coma? I've forgotten the the character's name. 
think is the actor. Uh, uh, Max. Max. So, like, she was... Yeah, like, they did that sort of... Yeah, it's cliche, but also because you're doing it in that... Like, that was fucking brutal. The, 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 the process that, that people that. went through yeah. to getting fucked mm. up. But it's like, everyone was done so quickly, and Max was done so slowly. You know what I mean? It feels slower. Because we know the character so well. No. Kids did. more painful. We could feel every bone crack. It was fucking brutal. Well, that's that's actually how I sort of got onto this, because I still haven't watched the season two of The Witcher. I've still been meaning to watch that. But we've got a friend who said, look, season four of Stranger Things is really scary. I can't watch this home alone. So she's like, can I come over to your place and watch it? I'm like, oh, fucking knock yourself out. I don't give a fuck. You'll be downstairs with Mon while she watches it. And I've come downstairs and I've literally, I haven't watched all of episode one. I've just seen that scene and I've gone, this is fucking cool. What's this? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, they suck your eyes out through your butt. And I'm like, fuck, I like this. Through <laughs> your butt. And I'm just like, cool. All right, sweet. Um, I'm going to watch this. And I was like, oh, it's Stranger Things. Okay, cool. It's pretty full on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, watch I mean, Stop yeah, you watch time. The Witcher. I will. It's not as it's not as good as this, but yeah. You're a Witcher fan, though. If you like The Witcher, that's that's pretty high recommendation from yourself. This is better than The Witcher. Yeah, yes. but you have a thing for Stranger Things. I would. Uh, after actually spending the time to get up to date, I would say that Stranger Things is probably the best. It's the best show on TV television right now. show at the moment. Yeah, easily. Yeah, like hands down, no competition. I think. I sorry, no, go on. I was just going to say I can't think of anything else that is even close. There was the uh, there was discussion we were having in regards to you know, or Ian and I have had it. I was like, what's the best character in Stranger Things? And Ian said the fucking the. Uh, the the guy who knows karate. I forgot this. The conspiracy character. nut. No. The conspiracy nut. Yeah. Um, He's pretty good. He is the best character. <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, I mean, when they when they walk into the kitchen and he spins around and he's cooking for him, it's great. But that, that's the thing. Really. My hands are made of steel. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Murray. Really, yeah. Realistically, I think that the, the, the series has gone for so long with a kid on, uh, with a kids ensemble growing up and sort of thing that, like, from an actual. <laughs> Uh, characterization perspective it, it's like the group of kids sort of just blend into one general mass of them each having sort of characteristics that follow that <laughs> all sort of meld together to make one sort of character out of a group so i feel like the ones that shine are the more side characters like there are side characters that, that are fucking awful and it, is, and it is more the jim hopper and stuff who isn't the part of the main kids I think they shine a lot more than any of the actual main kids do. There are side characters, especially in this season, that I was like, no, 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 you die. You are giving me the shits. Like, just fucking die. And that was fucking Argyle. I fucking hated him. He was the hipster fucking... Right on, man. Yeah, fucking cool, man. Uh, I got enough salt for you, man. Like, let's just fucking go get pizza, man. I'm like, don't get me wrong. I say my dude a lot as it is. But I'm just like, you are providing... Nothing to the actual story. You provide a yeah. fucking freezer full of ice and salt. That's it. Yeah, I, yes. I, I agree. Mur- Murray is Murray is the name. 
Sure, yes. Put it in the chat. Hey, Murray is the best character. We do we do get some cool <laughs> shit though. Like I kept telling Matt to draw Murray because he's like, which Stranger Things character should I draw? And I sent him that photo of him in the in the kitchen with the fucking <laughs> baking apron on. I'm like, you would. Do it. <laughs> I will say this season gave us a little bit of the like when Vecna gets on to Nancy, and like that's how the the sort of the season did that like mid season break sort of thing. It was like. Vecna has Nancy and Mon was like, what's going to happen to Nancy? And I was like, she'll be fine because she I hasn't saw... been seeing clocks. Like, she hasn't yeah. been going like, I'm getting fucking, I'm seeing shit. Like, it's just like, I have her. I'm like, she's fine. Plus, her name is Nancy. I mean, I'm sure. going to be fine. But they had like that little thing of like, you feel guilty about Barbara. And I'm like, oh, yeah. But like, I completely forgot about Barbara. Um. Barbara has, like, a cult following. I know. I saw a very interesting theory. Apparently, the clock has a keyhole in it. And apparently, the um, the psychiatrist, the school counsellor, has oh, a necklace yeah. with a key on it. People were saying there's something up with her. Whether or not she that comes into fruition, or maybe that was just a hint to say, you know, if you're really paying attention, you know that those two are connected. Without well, necessarily being actually connected. Well, Freddy Krueger's whole family's dead except for his son and Freddy Krueger. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, not like literally relatives. I mean, just like some form that, of connection or something. That's how they're picking the kids. Maybe it's just a nod so people could put that together earlier if they were attentive. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, the show. Was amazing. I think the only uh, the only other show that comes to mind as to is also very good at the moment is The Boys. You've been watching The Boys. I have not finished season two, so please, go. I don't care if it's. Oh, we have to review Stranger Things first. Oh well, yeah. We have to finish. We have to finish one thing before we go on. Um, this was very good. Stranger Things. Me, muchy likey. Uh, nine out of ten. Nine. That's impressive, Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm, yeah. Mm. 8.5. 8.5? 8.5. Uh, 7.5. Still enjoyed it, don't get me wrong. But it's just like, it's not a, a thing. It's not a show where when I'd stop watching an episode, I'm like, we need to watch the next one. It was one of those things of like when the show went on the mid season break. The thing in like one day. <laughs> it was like when the show went on its like that little mid season break and then came back, it was like, I want to watch this straight away because I don't want to go on Twitter and see something. I watched from the start of season two to the <laughs> to just before they released the other last two episodes, and I think I did that in less than two weeks. Fuck. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Do you guys want to talk about it's, the boys? They're good writers and they're good directors. I haven't. I aren't haven't they? The boys. Aren't they being approached for something Star Warsy? Uh, there's always rumours about that. But I, th- I feel like that'll be the problem with them, where it's like, Duffer Brothers get to control what they do because they've made it, they can do what they want. Where it's like, no, no, yeah, you have an item that you haven't made that we have to dictate to you how it does make us $4 billion. Yeah, that's where all the difficulty always it's comes. So well with the Game of Thrones people. And the fucking, uh, the Into the Spider-Verse people. But they offered money, were they? They were originally directing Solo, 
and then it was replaced by Ron Howard. <laughs> That's right. Classic Ron Howard. Mm. Um, yeah, so you guys haven't seen The Boys? I've not, but please, go ahead. Mm, I don't want to spoil too much then, because it is worth watching. It's a really good season. If you like The Boys, again, I would probably say this is my favourite season they've done so far. I need to pee, so please go on. <laughs> no, you're not allowed to pee. You must hold it forever. I'm just scared that I was just concerned that he wasn't standing up there. He would just sort of turn to the side and went, I need to be <laughs> just pissing off to the side. Ah. And pee bucket. It's a good bucket. Just a chance. Uh yeah, the boys is really good. You should watch it, Tom. You should watch the boys. It is I watched, probably I watched season one. Um, Only season one? I don't yeah, think it's because, better. It no, think it's as I was better. saying, because I was watching it with I was watching it with Siobhan, and then I think she lost interest, or we lost interest together, and and then I never went back to it. If I was watching it by myself, I probably would have finished it. I think, maybe. Yeah, look, it's pretty good. I I recommend this newest season. I've had some issues in past seasons where I think it's a little bit too brutal, which has put me off it a little bit. Um, whereas you know, I'm on. <laughs> yeah whereas this season i think they balanced it a lot better between the brutality and the humor they it wasn't as like oh i don't want to watch this because i feel uncomfortable watching it okay. <laughs> let's all listen to their conversation yeah, i'll listen in <laughs> the boys is great to be honest get on it is what duchess of nug says and season two of the boys was great but season three i got two episodes in before passing on it is what Mitch the Blank Mongoose says. It's pretty full on. They do hero gasm, from what I understand. Yeah, but that's not brutal. That's just funny. <laughs> Invincible is better, is what uh, Goose says. One of you guys watched Invin- Invincible, didn't you? Invincible is pretty good. I did Invincible like one episode, and I was like, nah, not for me. No, similar I, sort of vibe. I, I really enjoyed Invincible. I thought Invincible was great. Duchess of Nugs. <laughs> Herogasm is full on. That's a fucking fantastic name. It is full on, but it's not like... I've had some issues. I think it's season two where there's a character who gets their hands like full on broken, snapped backwards by someone. And I was like, ugh. I think the last thing I saw season two was Homelander talking to his son and he pushes him off the roof to try and get him to jump off and fly. <laughs> and I just laughed yeah. and Mon's like, that's evil. It's like, it's fucking funny. <laughs> you got to get the kid uh, fucking engaged. Uh, yeah, uh, that I, was messed up as Duchess of Nugs' uh, response. Yeah, it's mm, uncomfortable. I found with those hands. But yeah, I think this new season was very good. Very strong. Um, I don't think there was too much weakness in there. They definitely amped up their budget. They had some great fights in there for once. Because... It felt like the boys was always just missing superhero fights. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what everything's about, superheroes, and you're expecting them to punch on, but it never happens. And it always felt like a budget constraint, more so than a story. How focus. did Ian find the termite scene is what... Uh, <laughs> I fucking loved it. I fucking loved it. <laughs> you guys have no idea what the termite scene is. No. It's like the first scene of the season, I think. Um... It's great. Termite is essentially Ant-Man. And, uh, yeah. You know how everyone had that theory about Ant-Man and the butt? 
Yeah. Mm. It took that theory and did something even worse. <laughs> Proof oh, that yeah. the Thanos theory works. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, right. Okay. That answers that. Um, how was the... Was the music pretty good in The Boys? Because, like, I remember from season one, they had some pretty fucking good tunes in it. Did they have anything good in Nothing that jumps to mind about the music, to be honest. Um, maybe there was, and I just don't pay attention to it, to be honest, because I'm too focused on everything else in there. But, look, the punch-ons in it, there's finally punch-ons in it, and they're really good. There's a really good fight at Herogasm. I think I was telling you guys this before I went away. There's, yeah, finally a really good superhero fight at the Herogasm episode, and it just felt like like you've been waiting three seasons to see superheroes punch on, mm. and it was totally worth it. <laughs> Tom? Uh, sorry, uh, Ian, score for the yes. boys. Uh, pretty solid. I'm going to give it an eight. Ooh. It's not the nine that Stranger Things is, but it's pretty good. It's pretty close. <laughs> Pretty close. Remember when we watched the finale of Boba Fett and you went, this sucks. And then there was Cad Bane. You're like, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back, baby. Uh, Tom, have you? is there anything you've been watching that you want to talk about before we get to pray? Yeah, let's talk about Blown Away Season 3. <laughs> uh, please. <laughs> please. Please. For those of you playing at home, that is a reality TV show where uh, they uh, blow glass. and the A lot of blowjobs. Yeah, the person who wins get a, gets a residency, residency at the uh, Cornell School of Glass. Uh, yeah, Everyone rec- knows that you don't need to explain the Cornell, Cornell School of Glass. Highly recommend. Uh, it is a great series to watch. Just, you know, it, it's just cool. People making stuff out of glass is cool. Season three, the people in it weren't as talented as the people in season one and two, in my opinion. So the end results weren't as good. Disappointing. It's a little bit fun. I also just watched, well, before this podcast, the first three episodes of The Sandman. So, Ah, I've heard good things. It's all right so far. I I don't understand why it's rated R. Nothing in it so far has given me an R vibe. Um, Curious Mm. to see where it goes. Like, the, the first three episodes have been engaging enough, but... It's sort of like the the main character is like a sort of like a just a, a moody sort of sceney vibey emo-y sort of guy, the mm. Sandman. I feel like um, I'd get over that real fast. Mitch, it is not Sandman based on Spider Man. Uh, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's fucking it. It's the last fucking one. Fucking magic. Fucking Sandman. I think IGN gave the season like a fucking like 9 out of 10 or something. Like I don't trust anything IGN. famously good at reviewing things. It's a, lot, it's a lot better than your CW-verse sort of styled stuff so far, I reckon. It's interesting. Um, they, I'm curious to see where it goes. But yeah, so as in Dream from... Uh, New Game so in it, it has Constantine and... Uh, Lucifer's in it as well and stuff. That's actually... um, Gwendolyn Christie, isn't it? Yeah, Gwendolyn Christie, and then they've those actually... characters actually in it. Yeah, Constantine. Same actors. It. Oh wow. No, no, different actors. Oh. So this is un. This is not connected. Not to... connected. CW or Keanu. 
Yeah, and in fact, Constantine's actually Joanne Constantine, not John Constantine. So, uh. which At apparently the, the guy who played Constantine in CW wasn't bad. Like he was actually Cockney. He was actually a smartass. Like it wasn't like I'm Keanu Reeves. That's more Steven Seagal, but you know what I mean. Well, yeah. thing that's, that's <laughs> I'm me off is, that, is that Constantine was on, uh, was only in the third episode, and she wasn't chain smoking at every hour at every minute. So I didn't believe the characterization of the character. Because, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's part of the character. Um, yeah. I feel yeah, like you no. could do really fucking well with Constantine and fucking Etrigan and all that sort of stuff like that, Zatanna. But it's just like it's been a market that hasn't really been explored like we're getting dr fate in black adam but it's just like you have so many cool fucking directions to go down like people love that fucking constantine film from 2003 the thing that i don't understand which i'm quite confused by is that this is a warner brothers thing on netflix oh because they don't want to release anything because they don't believe in it they have a 10-year plan Ah, but it's just really. Weird. I I would have expected that if there was going to be a, the Sandman series, it would have been a HBO. Well, not HBO, but it would have been a Warner Brothers CWE thing or like Doom Patrol sort of thing. Apparently, Doom Patrol is pretty good. I've heard good things about Doom Patrol. I just haven't watched it yet. And that's got um, <laughs> Timothy Dalton and Brendan Fraser. Wow, two washed up actors. A <laughs> uh, before we get to pray, I've been watching the last season. the The last couple of episodes haven't released yet, but I'm I've watched all of so far the last season of Better Call Saul, and it is awesome. Really fucking and good show. Um, they end up calling him. He's referred to as Saul. I think the season before, so he gets his like his he gets back into sort of the law degree firm, if you will. Um, and then he's like, you know, go get him, Jimmy, or whatever. And he ends the season with, so good, man. And then it's like, what? Uh, and then, like, from there, he goes and legally changes his, like, accreditation to, from Jimmy McGill to Saul Goodman. And he gets that, he gets the fucking, the, the office, and he gets the fucking Statue of Liberty inflatable on the roof, and he gets all the actual little swanky things. Um, These are the things that I also know about from watching Breaking Bad. Yeah, it's just like it's it's obviously it's a prequel to Breaking Bad, but like the show starts to like when you get into towards the end of the show, it adds in like that's his office, that's his car, that's the thing that like he has in the show, um, and a lot of people have gone ape shit because there is an episode spoilers, not going into the full episode, but there is an episode in the show called Breaking Bad. It is the third last episode of the season. It does have Walter White and Jesse Pinkman. Everyone knew this because they revealed it before the fucking episode at like a Comic-Con. And people are like, oh, Jesse Pinkman doesn't look like Jesse Pinkman. He's aged. And I'm like, yeah. And it's like, well, they didn't de-age him. I'm like, de-aging doesn't always look good. And also, I'm fairly sure the director would be more like, if he can act like Jesse Pinkman, I don't need to fucking de-age him. People know it's Jesse Pinkman. Like, it's fine. No one cares. Is it not the original actor? It is the original actor, but he's aged, like, you know, 10, 15 years. So it's like, rather than him being stick fucking skinny, he's, you know, he's gotten older. So, like, oh, why didn't you de-age him? Like, why didn't you de-age fucking Brian Cranston? 
Oh, wait, because Brian Cranston was old in Breaking Bad and he's old now. It doesn't fucking matter. Like, you shave off a beard and you make someone bald, they don't age for a while. Um, but yeah, people just went nuts because, like, Jesse Pickman looks uh, old. I'm like, yeah. It's been like 10, 15 years since that episode of that season. Um, yeah, I, feel, I feel really bad for people that age. Yeah, you don't have that problem. I'm That's aging it. like. <laughs> but yeah, now look, it's, it's, it's a really good fucking season. It hasn't finished yet. Um, if you like Breaking Bad, you'll love Better Call Saul. It's obviously it, you, you get a lot of it is yeah Saul Goodman becoming a lawyer. But about season two, season three is when it's like, how does Gustavo Fring get his underground meth lab that fucking Walter White cooks in under the fucking laundry mat and actually shows how that happens, what happens to the engineers who actually made that. It's that question of, like, who built the Death Star, but it's, like, who built the underground meth lab, and you find out everything about that, and it's really fucking cool. Um, so, yeah, highly rate that. It's not finished yet, but if you're a Breaking Bad fan, binge it. It's so fucking good. But here yeah. we go, Shrimp. It's time to talk about the... How many fucking entries in the series has there been? Too many. <laughs> a lot of them that don't matter or count or Predator. care. Predator. Yes. Predator 2. Alien vs. Predator. Alien vs. Predator 2. The uh, Predators. I wasn't, I wasn't counting those. And Predators. Predators. Uh, Six. Six. So this is seven. This is the seventh entry in the series. Um, and it is Prey. Which... Don't know about you guys or your viewing experience, but I watched this on Friday night. I put this on while Mrs. Duty wasn't looking at the screen and I paused it. Like, as soon as the movie started, being like, we're watching this film. I haven't seen it yet. Let's watch it. She's like, cool, whatever. I'm like, we have to watch it for the podcast. So I have to watch it anyway. So you can either bugger off or you can watch it with me. And she's like, oh, whatever. It's only 90 minutes. And she's watching this going, this feels like a Predator film. <laughs> and I've got the subtitles on and it comes up with Predator Cloaks, Predator Clicks. And she's like, I wonder if they mean Predator. <laughs> like Alien vs. Predator. I'm like, yeah. Like Alien. Uh. And she sees, and she, when you, of course, it's a fucking Predator film. The Predator Cloaks. And she goes, it's cloaking like a Predator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, so yes, Prey, it is set in, uh, I know you hear me. It's set in 1917. Um, specifically September, (laughs) September. Do you Um, remember? Like a, walks like a duck, quacks like a duck. (laughs) Mitch has put the best comment in the chat. Walks like a duck, quacks like a duck. It's a duck. (laughs) It's a duck. Um, yeah, so it's uh, it's it's uh, America, seventeen nineteen, uh, and we're following a Native American tribe as they just sort of go about their sort of their life and all that sort of stuff, as if you will, um, and basically predator, like. But it's I really enjoyed this film. I actually quite enjoyed this film. There were some things here and there, like two things that I was like, eh, but everything else I was like. This works really fucking well. Like, I'm kind of happy with how this came out. Um, you know, the thing that I like the most about this movie mm. is you can watch the action scenes because there isn't 500 mm. fucking cuts every time someone runs forward 10 steps. 
like it was visible. It's well directed. Mm. I don't know why people who direct action movies. I'm looking at you, fucking grey man. Uh, need oh to yeah, cut you watched that, didn't you? Fucking seconds. So it's not as good as everyone is saying it is. Grey man is watchable. What do you mean it's everyone's right. saying it is? It's gotten shat on. The reviews have... I awful. thought people were yeah. asking for a sequel and saying it was fantastic. I mean... Not from what I've seen. It's an action movie. It's, you get what you pay for. It's right up there with Face Off. But, you know, we're talking about something else. Oh, yeah, it's got a 6.5 and IMDb, 46 and Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, okay. 46, cool. that's harsh. <clears throat> Fair enough. There we go. Um, oh, it's got fucking Anna D. Armas. Yes. I like it. Um, <laughs> Why well, do you like, like it, it dude? I like it. Why do you like it? Um, she was good in Blade Runner. She was good in No Time to Die. She was great in Knives Out. Mm. There you go. Is that it? They're the only That's three it? things I've seen. Do you like it for her, her acting abilities? or? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking grub. Um, anyways. <laughs> Tom, what did you like about Prey? Um, honestly, I, I think I it was simple. I think they they went back to basics, which I think they needed to do. It avoided a lot of all the shit that they had in the other films. And one of the things, like as I finished this and sort of retro- retrospectively looked at it, is I went, it's very similar in ways to the first one, and it feels very much like the first one so much so that if you had released this film or something similar to it as the second one straight after the first one it wouldn't have done great i think for this film to feel good and be good there had to have been the shit before it right you had to have experienced the shit and walked through the mud for this film for this film to feel good you had to watch a predator catch want to hunt autism you had to yeah (laughs) I mean, we've all been there. <laughs> but I think they they did a great job of like continuing on from that. And I was saying this in our chat the other day, and and raising the stakes in a really interesting way because you're essentially in the film. It pretty much um, this predator in it seems a bit more advanced than the predator that we got in the last one, and has different tools, despite the fact that it's back in time, but. God, at their time, who knows what level of technology they get up to at certain points in time. Um, but yeah, no, they seem to have, the, the Predator in this seems to have more technology or different technology, and obviously the humans in this have worse technology. So it's an interesting way of raising stakes and changing the narrative of how this plays out by doing that, um, which I guess is one of the issues with a lot of these films like Predators, Your Aliens and all that sort of thing is that finding ways to keep it original and different um, without t- doing the exact same thing again which is why you always find where you find like stuff like Alien that they change genre right that's why you go from a horror film into an action film because you have yeah. to to keep it engaging and make it interesting and I think that this play with time and going back in time that far was a good decision it, I, find, it's very, very, I find it very odd how they've kept away from the predator name um, I think it's yeah look I think the name is a good idea as well because they, you don't need the name predator in there but also at the same time 
Well, even though this was a really good idea, if this had been done by someone who's shit, if it wasn't written well, if Shane it wasn't directed Black. well, it still would have been shit. Like, it still relied on good storytelling. It, it did Because it really is quite things, it's yeah. basic. It's, it's very basic at its core. In the wrong hands, it could have been boring as shit. I, I, I will say I, I liked a lot of fucking things about this film. Um, there was the the sort of the the hint and reference to like you know we see the, you know, the main character of it. I don't have the character listing. I probably should probably do that. Um, Naru, the main character, looking at Google. Disclosure, um, but we have the main character like she gets caught in a fucking mud swamp and then she gets covered in mud. I'm like, okay, they're going down the fucking mud route. Okay, well it's it's different times because Predator they did two. A lot of- Instant. Yeah, like they tried to make you think, like, oh, it's going to do the same thing, and it and it didn't. And I was like, actually, that's really cool. And it was a thing at the start of the film of like, well, we gave you the hint of what we can do with it, and I didn't see it coming. Like mm. by the time it, it shows you, and I was like, holy crap, you showed me this at the start of the film, and I just didn't think of it. I was like, that's which part? The 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 flower like thing, like the flower cools oh, yeah. the blood, so it. It basically blends them in to the heat, the predator's heat vision. I'm like, okay, well, we see that at the very start of the film, they find the guy who's what he's attacked by a lion, and they give him the stuff. And like, give him too much, you'll fucking his body will get too cold and he'll die. And I was like, all right, well, they I'm never not. said cold or anything. Well, they said it chills your it chills your blood. Either say a spoiler warning, duty, or don't get too spoily. You've, you've <laughs> been told again. Yeah, <laughs> but like, yeah. Look, they tried to go into the. I thought they were going down the route of the mud because Predator One gives you mud, obviously. Predator Two gives you the Andy. the heat the heat suits. It gives you the like they go into the. I, I don't remember much of that movie, Danny so, Glover. Yeah, Predator Two was like they found that the Predator was like they they mapped out where the Predator was going in Los Angeles, and it kept going back to a like a slaughterhouse. Um, so when they went. And when Gary Beauty went after to get the Predator, they wore, like, those, like, fucking big radiation sort of suits that hid their body temperature. So, like, when they went into the meat house, the Predator couldn't see them. But what triggered the Predator that there's people in there in Predator 2 was the flashlights were emitting light, and they picked up on the light. So it went, ah! And Danny Glover's like, turn your flashlights off. Turn your... It was basically aliens for Predator 2 was like, turn your flashlights off. They can see you. He can see you. Turn your fucking flashlights off. And then it got him. But like that was the MacGuffin of that film was the the sort of the the suits that they were wearing covered their body temperature. Um, Topher Grace was predators. Um, autism was the predator. Like they they had From a the Mac- highs and lows, huh? From but the like lows they had a MacGuffin for each film to sort of to do the the. I think actually Adrian Brody. That's your did word his- of the. That's your word of the day. You have said that so many times. <laughs> it's, it's such a fucking stupid film, man. It's I rewatched it. It's not good. Um, you remember when Which they, one? the Predator, where they used a cattle prod gun to lobotomize a predator dog, and then it was just a Labrador. Remember Sterling remember K. Brown just a- shot his head off. Remember Adrian Brody's nose. Remember, <laughs> remember. I didn't like. Yeah, I was Predators. Yeah. Was predators yes, dead. watching Predators. Predators. Um, I didn't mind that film, but about three quarters of the way through, you go, actually, it's getting pretty shit. 
Like the premise starts good and yeah. then it just starts to nosedive. Just, it goes real bad. Um, but this film, I thought, I thought was was fucking cool. Like there were lots of little things I, I really liked. Um, I liked the progression of obviously knowing predators from previous films. It was they like to hunt. Their thing is they enjoy this. You know, you don't have a weapon. You're not a sport sort of thing. And we see the predator go like, all right, well, there's a dog chase. There's a wolf chasing a rabbit. So I'm going to go after the wolf. Then we see there's a bear chasing a person. I'm going to go after the bear. And I'm sitting there going, a bear taking on a predator. This is fucking, this is fucking cool. And you think like the the bear's fucked up. I paused the film and actually ran down to Siobhan after that scene and just went, I never knew how much seeing a predator fight a bear was missing from my life until right (laughs) now. Yeah, I'm sitting there going, "This is fucking cool as shit." And I'm like, the, "They did it very well." The bear fucks it up, and then the predator just fucking punches it in the face, and then it's just dead. Knocks it out cold. Basically. Yeah, I was like, "Holy shit!" Um, but like, I liked that thing of like the the predator is it's doing its thing in regards to like I don't know what this planet is. I don't know who's got what or what the what the natural wildlife is or defenses are or whatever. It's like, it's, it's a predator coming to earth for the first time sort of thing. And it just goes up the food chain. And I'm like, this is, this is fucking, this is really cool. Uh, and they had some, some really cool fucking, it was pretty gory in some parts as well, but it wasn't like gore for the sake of gore. It was like, that guy got fucked up. Um, best use of gore. That I have seen, and I reckon I, I absolutely love this to bits. Is there's just a scene that's overhead with the girl running, and she's running. oh, yeah, and, and then the running. trail, and then the predator's invisible, but there's so much blood that there's just a blood trail that's moving three times the speed of her behind her, and it's just like yeah. that's fantastic. Mm. Yeah, there were some really fucking cool things about this film. Um. I will and let you guys. You know talk. what? <laughs> you know what? For a straight to streaming movie as well, like the CGI, I had no issues with any CGI in this movie. No. It looked better than some of the stuff that's going to movies at the moment. The um, I'm gonna say I love the look of the Predator in this. Yeah, it's a bit different though. Like, like it I was liked, a different. I like that. Like, even with the helmet off, it yeah, looked like a different mouth, breed different. or something. Yeah. Its mouth was different. The dreads were different, which I liked because all the other things that we've seen is exactly the same, whereas yeah. it looks like there's some actual sort of uh, biodiversity um, yeah. in in the race. And the, the, the helmet was cool, and the fact that you could still see the mandibles around the helmet. I, I really like the look of this Predator. I, prob- I maybe like the look of this Predator more than the actual original. Dude, it's looks different. It's body. different. I don't know if I... Yeah, that that was know. probably one of the things I didn't like is this predator looks a lot like the um, it's known as the, the berserker in Predators, which is the, the the alpha predator from Predators. It had a different head. It fought the classic predator at the end of Predators. Um, that was probably one of the one of the few things I didn't like. I'm like, no, I I like the OG sort of traditional styling predator thing. Um, but yeah, look, they, they did some really fucking cool things with it, especially in some of the fight scenes, um, that we can touch base on a wee bit later on, but yeah, that, that was like, 
if I'm being nitpicky, which I'm a cunt, so I am, um, that was one of the things I just wasn't a fan of. When you see the predator's face, I'm like, it's not a, it's not what I think of a, like a predator. I think of Schwarzenegger. I think of Predator Two. I think of Alien vs Predator. I think of other predators besides the that alpha predator berserker star from Predators. Yeah, I will say I don't know if it's a, a downside, but it, it does bring it down a little bit in terms of from perfect is if i think about this movie so i think like yeah i don't reckon i'm gonna go seek it out to watch it again and there's nothing about it to me that makes me go like it's one of the best action movies of all time or like it's the best action movie out at the moment or anything like that there's nothing amazing about it either it's everything's just really well done but there's nothing that makes me go like you've got to see this movie Mm. No, that's it. I think, yeah, it's um, it's fun and it's enjoyable, but yeah, no, it's not, it's not groundbreaking. I think it does everything good, but it doesn't necessarily do anything better than anybody else. Yeah, I, I think as well, like the the final fight and how she overcomes the predator is very obvious. <laughs> It's a little bit too signposted. I that's I probably like the only th- other thing I, I wasn't a fan of was not necessarily that it is it is ninety percent of that fight I liked, but it was that last little ten percent thing. I was like, wait, what? And I, I said that to mom. I'm like, this doesn't hang on. Wait, what? And she goes, well, it's a different time. It's a different predator. It might have different things or whatever. I'm like, that's not. And if Shrimp is still there, he can correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, that's not what I'm aware of, at least in regards to Predator, in regards to the movies, the video games, the stuff like that that I've seen. Um, But, look, yeah. You mean with the the targeting system? Yeah. Like, there were... Without saying saying too much. Yeah, but this is, an again, this is older. This is before laser cannons as well. This is actual projectiles. And the way you think about it is, obviously... This predator lost, so they've learned from those mistakes and implemented them into future. I mean, yeah, not wrong there. And it's seventeen nineteen. It's not a story. September. 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 Uh, it's not a story. Nineteen. Spoiler. Is it nineteen seventeen? Seventeen nineteen. I said nineteen seventeen when the movie started, and Mon went uh, other way around. Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah, um. But. Oh, yeah, that makes more sense. I think it's yeah. 1917 at the start. If this movie ties into Predator 2, believe it or not, it does. Um, no, I don't. No, I don't want to know. <laughs> surely you're aware of how it ties into Predator 2. Predator 2, I haven't seen for a long time because it's poopless. Predator it's 2 is out of out of out of the run. One, Predator one, 2 is the second eight. best. <laughs> <laughs> There is no second. Like it's, it, yeah, no, there, nothing happened between. Just like in the Alien movies, nothing happened after the movie Aliens, and just like after the Predator movie, nothing happened after Predator with uh, Arnie, and then this movie came on. Nothing else happened. There was a there was a um uh, a yeah part of a Discord chat that I saw as well that was I don't understand or he they didn't understand why. They weren't doing a like more predator f- 
films or something following Morsa around Arnie because in the Predator video game, Predator Hunting Grounds, it was basically Friday the 13th, but four Marines, one Predator style of gameplay, um, where they made Arnold Schwarzenegger's character of Dutch a DLC character in the game, but it wasn't 1987 Predator Dutch. It is modern day Dutch. What would Dutch look like now? Who's four Predators? And he has scars all over the side of his face that look like the wrist blade sort of slashes and stuff. He has like a predator belt, like a predator mask strapped to him, all this sort of stuff where it's like, if you've got a, like a fucking war veteran grizzled fucking Schwarzenegger from fighting predators, like that's a fucking, that's kind of a cool story that you could follow. You know what I mean? Because Prey potentially, potentially somewhat sets something like that up because... The character of Nar- Naru, post this film, dies from a predator or has another encounter with a predator. Like this must be one of those gladiatory, a gladiatorial arena solo settings where it's like this is the champion who is defending the planet, or or Wait, we sent you, predators. How do you know that? Shall I go into spoilers? Oh, you talk about yeah, the post credits with the. The drawing. There's a post credits. There's a post credits. In the in the credits, not post credits. Sorry, the credits. Mm. The drawings that are happening. Uh, isn't that I just recapping the story? No, not for the whole thing. I don't think because it ends with her and the dog on the cliff edge, and then three predator ships come through the sky. Oh, um, I was not aware of that. I just like skipped through it, think, thinking, is there a, an end credit thing? But, this is what happens when you're too lazy to turn your TV off, guys. Well, spoilers now then. She uses a pistol to fight off against the Predator. She gets it from the French guy or whatever the fuck it was, right? Who teaches her how to use a pistol. Use a bit of fucking powder. That pistol is the pistol that the elder Predator gives Danny Glover for killing the Predator in Predator 2. So you know how he kills a Predator inside the Predator ship. All these Predators oh. come out of nowhere. He throws him a gun. And then he looks at the gun. It says the, some cunt's name and then it says 1719 on it. That's the pistol that is in this film. Oh, that's cool. So, like, that's the that's the connecting bond sort of thing from it where it's like, all right, well, how do the Predators have that pistol in Predator 2? It's like, well, she must be a champion for the planet or whatever the fuck it was. She must die and they take her weapon as a trophy. So it's like, well, maybe. you've killed one of maybe. ours, take this trophy. Or maybe she threw the gun away because she didn't have any more bullets for it. That's yeah, she I, killed the predator. And then they came to investigate the death of the predator and their gun was there. I watched it. It was all right, is what Poison Red Apple says. I did like the... the It's, it's like the poster for this uh, movie where it's main character, she's got predator blood smeared on her and you can see the, the three red dots in her eyes of a predator aiming at her. I'm like... That's actually really fucking cool because Predator 1 sets up like the, I can't remember the character's name, but like the the person they find who's like, you know, the jungle came out and took him. She takes a Predator blood and she wipes it on her jeans. I'm like, okay, why? Like that's, that's, and they never just go into it. I thought they would go into it in this film being like wiping Predator blood on you must be like rubbing yourself in cat piss or something. Isn't she just rubbing it off her hands? Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, some people like, no, head. she rubs it on herself so she's not a target or something. I have no idea. 
But it's like, even if you uh, rub it off onto your jeans or, uh, yeah, she's wearing like cargo shorts or whatever it was. It's like, I usually rub it off onto a sock, but, you know, each of their own. You ruin the sock doing that. You see? <laughs> <laughs> Yucky. Um, but, yeah, look. I, look, I think this director did really well. Yeah. And if I was one of the other big directing companies like Marvel or whatnot, then I'd be looking at this director because they did a very good job of directing a very basic premise. They also directed some of the yeah. boys, apparently. Yes, they did. There you go. As well as uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Well, yeah, there you go. Throwing around the bear trap and stuff. Oh. Oh, how good was fucking the re- fucking hard. retractable the retractable bloody axe that works so yeah. well that was slick. there's there's yeah. one shot in the film where uh, whoever that predator was lost 90 lost to a 90 pound girl should definitely be shamed then killed nah man fuck off random re- Rick review dude this movie was fucking <laughs> awesome like <laughs> there's that one shot of the predator like the predator doesn't have his mask she's like knocked it off and ran with the mask and I'm sitting there going that's fucking exactly so, what... This Predator was not as good as the Predator that faced Arnie. Like, no. Oh, no. There's no beating around the bush about that. But I think, to my point earlier, I think the Predators have evolved from their mistakes. You're I think not, every time they lose, they learn. You're not wrong there. That that was the, the, the arrow-aiming gun thing. I'm like, I don't like this. Like, in regards to the end of the film, I was like, mm. they show it in the film of like, well, each dot represents where one arrow could go as an aiming reticle sort of thing. I'm like, okay, cool. But the, the climax of the film, I'm like, eh, I mean, the, cli- I, the climax was it's, not, uh, it's the way a little it, bit too, it was, wasn't good. No, it was a little bit too projected. I didn't mind, I, like I didn't mind, it was literally just how they killed the predator. Everything else was fine. It was just that that little bit. But there's that one shot of where the Predator is looking for her and, like, she's just up in a tree and it's a long angle, like, downwards, upwards angle shot and she's just sitting on a branch. I'm like, this is... That's fucking a great shot. Like, some dude it's is going to fucking pause simple. that and make that a really great fucking artist art print sort of thing. Like, that looks cool as shit. Some terrific cinematography in this. I did love the, uh, the, the punishment for his... Um the punishment for him taking his reward earlier when he's got the wolf skull hanging from his fucking, oh, yeah. from his belt and the guy just slams the wolf skull into his leg and the teeth of the skull go into him. So that bad. bit's pretty cool. There's it some really cool good. moments in it, I think. It's a, uh, yeah. Shall it's, we a good, it's a good film. Buggy? Yes. Well, go on in. You're, I would say you're the most Alien Predator fan out of all of us. I feel like I treat Alien and Predator as two different things. He's yeah. a big Alien fan. I don't think he's necessarily a giant Predator fan. No, but like it's that Predator, genre of film. I like, it's his I like the movie Alien, and I like the movie Predator. <laughs> um, Alright. I think it was a really good movie. I think... Yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing like real that escalated into that next tier of oh, this was amazing, but it was a really well done film, easily like the best Predator film since the original, like not even a close contest. 
with any of the other films because the others are that garbage more than anything. But this was still a good film, excellently well like directed and cinematography was in great acting all around. It was a well-done film, just a little bit too basic, I'd say, in some aspects. Um, really good. I'm going to give it an 8. Nice. Wow. Yeah, That's I totally a, agree with that. Eight is great. Uh, great film. It's not like nine. It's still yeah. Stranger Things. It's not no, Stranger Things. No, I, I wouldn't have given it as high as an eight. Um, and I will. Uh, I'll um, yeah, I'll um, I'll give it a seven point five. Like I think yeah. it was. I was hovering somewhere in there. <laughs> it was good and it was enjoyable and there was some really cool action and stuff that happened in there um it was a it was a bit too simplistic to get it to any level higher than that i think to me an eight needs to be a good action film that actually has compelling characters that i care about um and I cared about the dog. Magically teleported to different locations so that it wouldn't get hurt. Uh, it's a part of choirs. Where, where was the dog when the lion was there? Where was, like... The dog knows what it's doing. It fucks off. It sees a bear and it fucks <laughs> off. Yeah, it fucking <laughs> runs. Um, but yeah, no, it's a... 7.5 is nothing like that's pretty damn good yeah enjoyed it Duty. I mean with most action movies it's hard I think to go above an 8 the action yeah. movies in general well, like they have to be die hard they have to be adding something yeah something I mean, really special to uh to the remark saying I feel like Ian rating something an 8 means I need to go watch it that's me as duty re- as duty reviews um uh, I know it's Mitch, but the rest of our audience doesn't know who the, who Mitch is. <laughs> hey, Mitch! Um, uh, so, I will quickly tell you what that compares to while Duty reviews his thing. Duty, go. Well, I look. Um, yeah, look, I'm, I'm going to give it a 8 as well. Um, I, yeah, look, I enjoyed this. Um, the only things I wasn't a fan of, and that's nitpicking, is the alien, uh, sorry, the predator design itself i'm like it's i would have more so appreciated it just being a predator like yes we know what a predator looks like um but it's just like this looked like the alpha predator sort of design from predators which i fucking hated like when that i'm, I was, I'm just gonna say i looked at the you need to go back and look at what the alpha predator looks or the berserker predator is what you were saying before it looks very close to that no it doesn't no it doesn't oh my god i giggle not um, at all <laughs> like I looked them up and put them side by side before they do not look the same the alpha the berserker predator has like the old school helmet it's just got like a bone jaw down the bottom yeah not that it's face you didn't say the face yeah the face I'm not talking about the face of it just the predator in general yeah that's that's what, I, part of it. that's what I mean like the actual face I don't the mask was cool like that was fine but the actual face of the predator underneath it reminded like it reminded me a lot of that and i'm like i wasn't a fan of that um i really liked the 
alien vs predator or the predator to the elder predator where it's like it's old it's got like spikes coming out of its head that makes it look a bit like a crown and it looks like it's got fucking it's it's been in shit or you look at alien vs predator 2 awful film but the predator they made in that film was the wolf and the reason it was called the wolf was it was basically mr wolf from pulp fiction when there's a problem he comes and fixes it like that's exactly what they made that predator to be and it had like a fucking acid burnt off mandible and it looked really fucking cool um where this i was just like it's another ugly predator like it's not a predator predator it is a fucking something else and I just, it just it was just a, a personal thing for me um and look spoilers ish but like yeah i didn't like how they killed the predator at the end i liked everything up until that point i thought it was really fucking cool there was some like there were some really really cool ways of how they fought it and how the predator fought back by using fucking bear traps and all these really brutal ideas but it was that like that last five percent the end MacGuffin. i was like didn't sit well um but yeah no i thought it was fucking cool um i really enjoyed it i i would like to see more predator films but not say a sequel to prey but another predator film of like a predator arriving in world war one world war two a predator in fucking in in the desert of egypt because it hunts in the hot climates like sandstorms desert uh, fucking deserts like ian and i had that idea fucking ages ago i mean like that'd be fucking cool um like i'd like to see more of that sort of like treat predator like assassin's creed different time frames and different time periods we don't need to have it as a continuation of oh well this one's hunting fucking this one because a super one is hunting this one or a world of predators like you can introduce different predators in different timelines and it would be really cool um so yeah eight eight out of ten i had fun with it no i would definitely not go beyond an eight eight is i think probably generous i personally think it's time to put it on the shelf though by the way predator put predator on the shelf it won't after this, I wouldn't think. Like, Predator didn't go on the shelf after The Predator. Yeah, but no, you've had a win now. Take your little win. Put it on the shelf. Um, I reckon, the fact they made seven movies, I reckon it must be a fucking cheap property or something. That, or this this will be the Prometheus to Predator in regards to you get another sequel that will make no sense and fingering <laughs> and... All that sort of hey, stuff. Hey, I'll do the fingering. Would be cheap, right? So that invisible what's the, what's effect, the budget, right? Yeah. Would be fucking easy as shit. That invisible effect wouldn't be hard. The spaceships uh, are I mean, it's hard to make it look really good. It's easy to make it look possible. No, but I reckon you you could have, uh, like, probably that effect that they used in this. They may have just refined ones that they already had. And like it's, and then the suit is all prosthetics. Like I, I would say that relatively, it would be relatively cheap. I don't know how much they spent on this film. Um, yeah, no, I mean obviously not a lot because quite a lot of this movie is pretty slow. Hmm. The, the first uh, half of this movie is pretty slow, but yeah. probably most of the complex CGI was probably the fucking animals, like the bear and the rabbit and the, the wolf and the lion. There's a bird at some point as well, I think. Yeah. 
These are probably the harder things. Alright, so here we go. Here we go. Here's here's Ian's eight. <laughs> See now I feel like I'm already re oh, regretting no. John Wick three. Yeah. Uh, the mummy. Yeah. Apparently my access has expired. Uh, the mummy should be yeah. The Joker. <laughs> Spider Man No Way Home. The Suicide Squad. Way home, I gave an eight. Ooh. Far from home, you also gave an eight. I think he likes uh, Spider Man. I I am legend. I also think he likes Spider Man because the next one is Spider Verse. Um, <laughs> and Doctor Sleep. Fucking Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep. Actually, kind of want to want to rewatch Doctor Sleep. Actually. You got to watch it back to yeah, back. Yeah, look, I'm gonna be honest. No way home. Mm, I rewatched that and uh, no, should not be an eight. Alright, now here's Dirty's Eights. Yeah, fuck. Everybody want Dirty's Eights? This will be good. This will be great. Storage is full. You cannot filter this. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one. Too many eights. eights. It won't Too actually. Many eights. Let, it won't let me filter because our storage is full. <laughs> oh no. Really? Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh no. Refresh. What? Why would you just let me filter, you piece of shit? I'm not saving anything. Alright, we need to delete stuff from our OneDrive, gents. Yeah, knock yourself out. There's loads of shit in there to get rid of. Oh. What did you look see? Wait, this is my OneDrive? Hmm. Hmm. Anyway. Cool. Alright. Pippa! God, I love that dog. <laughs> yeah, you've got it, Tom. You've got a filter on for data filters. This isn't like Excel at all. I can't clear filters. You have to go on to the actual filter and click clear. By the way, yes, we are taking you on this journey with us. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Please make this stop. Okay, cool. Yeah, no. I don't know what my aids are, but I'm not even on there. It, oh, just let says, me, fu it let says Fuzzy Tom Ian Ollie. It doesn't say duty. You got. I think duty's aids were everything that we gave a six. I think you got yeah. things hidden. How? Now, why the fuck is it not. See, I don't have to. Yes, you do. No, not important enough. Anyways, that was a large episode this week. We talked about Obi-Wan, fucking Thor shits its thunder, fucking Stranger Things, Boys, Better Call Saul, Sandman. Talked about heaps of things this week, but of course, Prey MXC. was... MXC. Um, but Prey, of course, was the big one. Uh, I think it's safe to say that if you did enjoy the first Predator film or if you enjoy the, the lore, the character, the world of Predator, you would enjoy Prey. Uh, it is available on Disney Plus if you want to go have a suss about knock yourself out. Uh, and for those in America, I Best believe it's on Hulu. Um, so yeah, there you go. That's this week on Shaking Not Nerd or this quarter for Shaking <laughs> <Fun>. Not Nerd. <laughs> um, we will be back after I heard about whatever the fuck Under Siege is. I kind of want to watch Under Siege <laughs> just for shits and giggles. He's a chef. He's a chef. Oh, no, on a no, boat. don't. No. 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 Don't. He's gone. No. Cockney. Don't. No. 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 Don't want to watch that shit. I haven't seen it. 
Neither have I. I don't want to see. You it. don't want to watch someone take on it's a chef bad. take on terrorists it's with knives only because he doesn't like his guns. Not good. No, I don't. That's what the megasodes are for, baby. Why? Why do you insist on watching crap? Because it Who gets the good? best content. My <laughs> mm, duty. Let's wrong. watch pirates porno movie. As a group. Together. That's a high budget quality. Anything with a high budget is generally good. Look at King Arthur. Yeah. The King Arthur point? Which which one? <laughs> it's provocative. It gets people going. There you go, that's for Mitch. It's the people going. Yes, no with this quoting, right? It's the song. No. Not at all. Oh my god. Is it, is it about pirate porn? Yeah. Oh, gross. Uh, Ian, anything? Your keys to the ball, and let's go watch Pirates. It's Step Brothers, Ian. He's quoting Step Brothers. Yeah, but then that song was in the N Words in Paris song. Not NIP. (laughs) That's what he's saying. Yeah, Step Brothers. He's quoting Step Brothers. Yeah, and that clip from Step Brothers is the same clip. Doesn't matter. Move along. Next one will be Pirates. They cannot nerd reviews Pirates. You know what I was thinking the other day, and Tom would fucking love this, is doing like the Two Towers, because we haven't done the Two Towers. We've only done the Fellowship. It could. (laughs) He's saying we could to a Lord of the Rings movie. I think. I'll be honest, dude. It's it's 20 past 11. I'm snoozy. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> With that, thank you very much for watching, listening, whatever it is, however you consumed your episode of Shaken on Nerd. We will be back at some other point. Uh, there will be more movies to talk about. Uh, until then, you can continue on being yourselves. <laughs> In t- <laughs> I don't fucking know. Chicka chicka. But I want you.